Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Are You Doing? Movie. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blu-ray of Elysium. Press play and press pause when the TriStar logo fades to black. At the first frame, you see fall black. Press pause. In a second, I'll say three, two, one. Unpause. At which point, I'll press play. You'll press play. We'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. Like any other commentary, it'll be fine. Except, of course, the four friends in your head. Dot com. Yeah. Anyway, those friends are myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Shrey the Amazing Stokes. What? All right. If you liked Elysium. That's, that's the correct reaction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Elysium. What? If you liked Elysium, <laughs> this might be a challenging episode. Yeah. We if, have a lot to say about it. So just up front, I want to say that it's gorgeous. And Ooh. whoever designed that mech suit that Matt Damon wears did a badass job. That's a really, that's a killer piece of prosthetics. What a workshop. Yeah. And um, Naturally. I was impressed by the way like color and sound all sync together to create a more or less continuous example of filmmaking. And uh, high five on all those fronts. Whatever's left over, I guess, is um, what the hell, Elysium? <laughs> I had such high hopes for this, and I thought Neil Blomkamp was the chosen one, and he just Shyamalan faster. Who was so the chosen one? I hope I can't. <laughs> At least we got Unbreakable from Shyamalan. This, yeah. is, this isn't like an unfor- <laughs> this is not like an unforgivable movie or anything like that. It just makes me less excited to see his third than I was to see his second, yeah. and that kind of bums me out. Uh, so Blomkamp. But maybe we, he we, finally we, got Halo out of his system. So yeah, we'll see, man. I, 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 and what's funny is I'm watching all the behind the scenes features on this. And stuff and he seems so cool and in it and everyone thought they were working on a great script and it's like oh this is gonna be a big sci-fi classic we're working on right now i can't believe i'm even here right now and it's just like ah man i <laughs> those are the worst i know right <laughs> when you like, feel like oh we're really doing it it, it was a whole crew of people who i believe were blindsided but yeah. it didn't do as poorly as we make it sound it has a 68 on rotten tomatoes so maybe we're just we're just assholes, just assholes. i mean so I, I mean that's beyond did, did not do well point. did not catch fire at the box office no not at all brian finifter yeah, I mean, I think we're all on the same page, uh, and I'm sure as we'll dive into it, the, the the just the problem is it's it's trying to be you know that current events, you know, topical science fiction, which is great. I'm completely on board with that, and we don't certainly don't have enough of it. But it doesn't end up actually saying anything at all. Or you could summarize the problem in one of two ways: either it doesn't actually say anything at all, or it's saying the most basic platitude <laughs> platitude yeah, of, bad the, to be of the bad. situation what it what it's it, bad the rich and poor is bad yeah so, yes and rich we, people are mean yeah science science fiction is is supposed to you know at its best is about today it's not about the future sure. and i think i think the basic problem with elysium it, which kind of is shocking to me because it, this wasn't at all a problem with district nine it doesn't seem like the movie understands the problems that yeah, are going exactly. on today yes. yeah enough to be able to extrapolate it the way that it, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it feels it's like, like satire it feels yeah. like blonde it camp. is it yeah. could have been a satire it's yeah. very close as to someone said well someone said in the forum said imagine paul verhoeven's at least yeah paul verhoeven would have just like you know killed it yeah. much higher body count yeah exactly. yeah uh, much more yeah gore yeah whatever it's fine. <laughs> we'll, cu- we'll keep whatever. at it <laughs> we're, i'm assuming Elysium, you were... subtitle whatever yeah. <laughs> god neil blomkamp's whatever <laughs> yeah exactly how, <laughs> that's how long is this movie by the way it's like two hours all right, yeah, Something like right. That. Yes, we'll get pay, through it like you were really psyched guys. too right I I don't feel like I like I feel like everybody today gets really psyched and I about everything. Oh, oh it, either they get like super uns I super unpsyched <laughs> about stuff. Do you guys hear Ben Affleck's gonna be Batman? Yeah, like they flip <laughs> out. They they automatically hate every movie or they automatically like every movie. And I'm at the point where. Um, basically in either direction my heart can't take it and so i'm always i'm always straight down the middle 
it's either if something some things are clearly garbage like the the <laughs> the um you know epic movie and and all of that stuff sure you look at those trailers and i go that is garbage i'm not going to spend any time on that but everything else i kind of go okay that's everyone gets really excited or gets really negative and i'm uh, but i look at it generally and just go eh, i'll see where they're going with this you know and i think that's where i was with elysium i think i was probably more on the side of being stoked about it because it was well, camp. i'm and usually exactly the really same good. way on the middle of the road thing i don't i don't get psyched for movies almost as a rule at this point yeah, but elysium exactly. in particular yeah. i was like oh this is promising as shit i thought i thought i thought if there was it, it it was going to be one of the better movies of the year. I'll, I'll put it that way. That's what I anticipated. Um, I didn't want to put it up on any higher pedestal than that. But you to, had that to give it, secure feeling. To give it like, its own. It's yeah. going to be fine. I'm going to see that. I'm going to like it. Exactly. That, that That's a good way to put it. It seemed like a safe place. <laughs> and uh, and then I went in and just... It was just so... It was... It's, it's kind of boring, first of all. Um, and not in a slow <laughs> think good piece kind of way boring. well it's not it's not in a slow build way yeah it's yeah, not a gotcha. slow build it's not it's not thinking <laughs> or thoughtful yeah. it's just kind of it's all gonna dull. totally pay off you guys um and yeah it doesn't really have anything very interesting to say because it doesn't seem to really understand what it's trying to tell us a story about and i haven't um I haven't rewatched it since it came out because I can't recall anything I've done that makes me deserve that kind of treatment. <laughs> um, but uh, so I'm I'm interested in seeing how because we've watched a couple of movies doing this where it's like hey with the sound turned off and stuff and pay, being half yeah. distracted it's not half bad so we'll see it's, how it holds it's up better under, with less explanation yeah under those circumstances but. Um, uh, but this was definitely one I remember uh, Trey and I were both like, we have to do Elysium the instant <laughs> yeah, it comes oh my out. God. <laughs> so I'm it's I, so in our ballpark. I am excited to uh, yeah. to do this. It was funny. I was watching this. I, Chloe hadn't seen this and we were watching it last night. I was watching it to review and she was watching it for the first time. And like we're like the first act in and it was crazy because this observation allowed me to realize when it really goes off the rails. The first act in, she had like a question and it was like, I paused it. I was like, oh no, it was this. That was explained. It was actually this. I don't know if you like walked up to get a taquito mm. or something, but that was there. And then like halfway through the second act, she's like, wait, what was that? I'm like, well, this is <laughs> that the answer to that question. Yeah. Right. And then it got almost immediately at the third act break where it's like, yeah. all of a sudden Charlotte's head's gone, but then it's back. That part. Yeah. Uh, she's like, wait a second. I have some questions. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And that's at that point that I told her, I've been holding back on this just because I wanted you to have a good experience with it. <laughs> but I have to tell you now that Elysium actually doesn't make sense at the end. Yeah. And it's not yeah. a you didn't get it thing. It's that the movie is broken thing. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and you I, wanted well you to, I wanted you to have this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wanted you to have this. Where it's like, you didn't know. I didn't tell you beforehand because then you're just like watching it. Yeah. Like, come on, let's let's preserve the magic. And then it just sort of fell apart and I could not answer any of and maybe questions. And maybe she would have seen something you didn't and you'd be like, okay, why did you enjoy that? I, right. did, I, I did have one of those moments with her and I'll go into it in the movie, but it okay. actually helped a lot. Okay, uh, yeah. Trey? I have not seen a third act this messed up since 2010 Moby Dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Summer of 2013 was a big, exciting year of perfect movies all along the pipe. <laughs> Do you remember where you were back? Back then, oh yeah. man, summer '69. So yeah, well, I will actually go beyond. Um, Elysium was one of the few movies of last summer that I actually allowed myself to be hopeful about. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, we all what's to get excited about whatever else the hell we had last summer <laughs> yeah. and, after and, Earth. And yeah, after Earth, you know, whatever. After you know, and this makes a nice bookend with the other movie we're doing today, which is a movie I didn't know existed till the day it opened, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and then it's actually not that bad. So. Um, but uh, the uh, yeah, I was like, okay, you know, all, for all the reasons we just talked about, you know, Neil Blomkamp, you know, he's, he clearly is, you know, got a, got a good handling, he's you know, a great director and great cast, handle fi- 
visual effects like a champ and <clears throat> really gets it and really integrates visual effects masterfully and and you know he's now he's got a really solid cast this time and you know a-list actors and you know how can this not be um you know great and it, and it is you know again it's it's amazing how it starts out and you go, yeah, all right, right. Oh, woo, go, yeah, Alicia, wow, got it. And then right about the time they start telling you anything about how any of this works, <laughs> it all starts to wait. What? You know, and and you have to kind of go, okay, magic bean, magic. You know, okay, okay, that's fine, that's cool. But then by the third act, it becomes just like, wait, now there was like nineteen setups that didn't pay off, and there's like nineteen endings that didn't that come out of literally came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what happened? It's really, it's really weird. And it's what's interesting is. It didn't tank at the box office. I, I mean, I've said it, tank. it made like almost a hundred million. But for a movie like this, it's low budget e, but it's not as low budget as like District Nine. You know, a hundred million is kind of like the benchmark. Like you, you want to make at least a hundred million off a movie like this. You know, no. that's that's the minimum you want to see it happen. Yeah, the romantic hit. comedy you didn't see last week, it made a hundred million. Exactly, I mean, where the Millers made two hundred million. So you know what do you want? But the um, yeah, so this movie just didn't catch on. Just like didn't grab anyone neither did the other movie we're doing oblivion didn't do well either but uh, so it's not just that but there's there's I, it, there's a whole lot of people who are kind of like yeah elysium that was you know somehow it didn't land for a lot of people and and it's interesting i thought it's kind of an interesting thing that a lot of people just can't quite put their finger on what's bugging them about elysium but there's something there that didn't work oh so there's I, so many things there and here we and i know what's bugging me for sure uh so let's see if we can uh <laughs> find the cause of death here let's open this one up yeah there that's what it will be like that's when it happened get this to the lab right away i think we found it you're at the point where the tristar logo has faded to black as i am here put your finger on the button three two one disappointing it's like it's like that simpsons (laughs) episode where ralph was in love with lisa it's like if we freeze frame we can find the exact (laughs) frame where the plot tears in half (laughs) and there it is going (laughs) yeah this is such a like trifle of an observation but it seems like sci-fi movies really hate the vertical stroke on ease uh yeah that's that's the future yeah man it's the future now what's what's crazy is i didn't realize this until i started thinking about it i think (laughs) it was during our best worst uh movies uh episode for 2013 there was a whole bunch of sci-fi movies that were original and kind of like slow paced and sort of think pc and sort of 70s throwback-ish going on last summer. There was this, there was After Earth, there was Oblivion, there was Gravity. Europa Pacific Rim. Europa and Pacific Rim, kind yeah, of. Not as a thinking about, about it. But, like, but there was a whole bunch of like slow, pretty sci-fi, sci-fi movies. Yeah. And that's such our shit. And yeah. it's like one of them paid off. <laughs> yeah. Two, maybe. Like, yeah. what a bummer. We got all the movies we could ever want on this. Like, all right, let's see like some cool dystopian falling apart sci-fi shit with just easy themes and like a make it big morality play out of it movies and it like gravity worked and oblivion is fine like that's the answer yeah well so we'll start right off the bat here by going okay you got to give like already we're at a magic bean for me (laughs) where it's like this makes no goddamn sense right it's like build yourself a big gated domed community on earth Yes. Because this is the most risky, ridiculous enterprise you could have come up with. Like, I know, we'll all move to space. <laughs> We're in what? So, okay. You know, but get, that's the literally the magic bean. Okay. Yeah, now tell like, me a yeah, story. Okay, that's yeah. it. All right, fine. Fine. <laughs> in they, some live of in, the, they live in space. Fine. That's fine. Okay, whatever. God, that's gorgeous. In yeah, some of the EPK materials. It doesn't make any sense, but okay. In some of the EPK materials, Blomkamp talks about sort of the origin of this whole idea. And it started with two, you know, as these things often do, it starts with like two different ideas that he was always sort of interested in. And he put them together and started building on that. One of them was he just loves. 2001 and he loves sure. seeing those yeah. cool 
uh, rotating space stations. And the <laughs> other only, one, if only it was rotating, <laughs> it's rotating slowly, it rotating. not enough it's to make any gravity. Nowhere, but we'll get nowhere there. near fast enough, but it's <laughs> rotating. And then the other thing was he wanted to do like a, a you know ninety nine percent one percent sort of sure inequ- uh, and visually inequity visually you of, can't do better than this right like, there and, they are and exactly when he said you know. and there they are the whole world is looking at them and they can't ever reach them that's a perfect metaphor yeah. for this that's I have why an that's idea. why if it had just been that I would again yeah right. okay I, I get it for the sake of the movie you're making absolutely it makes perfect and there's sense. so many really large things to say about this movie in terms of what we think it gets wrong like on a sort of theoretical level like screenwriting level but first a nitpick nothing about starting it with these kids works for me. Uh, I honestly think even with the movie we got, even if you don't change the script at all, if you just cold start on him washing his face in the mirror, I I automatically yeah. like this movie. More. I think uh, yeah, I think this is really kind of pretty cloying, and I think I think we get everything it's cloying, we, need, it's we, need, we get everything we need to know about the fact that he's always been in love with her by their adult interaction. Yeah, and we don't need to keep flashing back. Remember how he used to? Like, yeah, God damn it, yes. You know? Yeah, when he, I, he you're right. And, and he, the other thing is the you know the then the other thing about the flashbacks is the nun going, "You're the chosen one." Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, no. Why do you have? Why? To do why does the chosen one trope exist? In yeah, this movie why? At all? Why yeah. do you have to do that? Now, one because of the, he's because he's the white one. Yeah. <laughs> one of the other things that sort of bums me out about this movie yeah. is that uh, I, re- I made it uh, years ago. I made a short film. Brian shot it, or I shot it. We both shot it. Movers. Uh, that's right. on my YouTube channel if you want to find it. I was it. also it's... in it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> were you on camera in it too? Yeah. I know you had it. Your voice was in it. Were you in there? Uh, I thought it was just Carolyn. Maybe, I don't, I don't maybe not. I don't anyway, know. Anyway, Movers. Uh, anyway, just a little like this is all you do on Elysium like all day. We only see yeah. them doing God. barbecues and stuff. Which is which is which fine. I'd be down we'll, with. We'll get, we'll get to that. But, in a yeah. sec. but finish your Sorry, finish your point. Yeah. It's so gorgeous. Anyway, and uh, ended up and it was just a weird little like lost mystery box short film sci-fi thing we made low budget in a weekend for fun. Uh, and later I wrote with uh, with Jeffrey Harrell a big Bible and then a feature script for it and then did a bunch of versions on that and so much of Elysium is exactly visually and everything what we were writing where you see like the whole big lineup of people in jumpsuits and the like dystopian future and their spaceships and shit and just all all these little things that look exactly like what I was writing so I was immediately like oh shit well cool at least someone else is doing it I hope they do it justice (laughs) and it's like shit you wasted my imagery (laughs) damn it it. anyway I think it would be cool just to start here Mm -hmm. like I said that's a minor note that's not actually a big deal sort of note the big deal, it's just a little bit of fats that doesn't need to be yeah. there well, yeah, and it just, keeps and going back to it so hard like you know multiple times it's like yeah we get it already you right know? We, 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 yeah okay they were kids the sort of bigger note that i guess we can start the and also i mean sorry but just on that last week the the fact that it's so on the nose like right up front it's like it's but yeah. it's not fair sister why can't we yes, go there it's like exactly we but someday yes. you'll make a big difference oh okay yeah, yeah. Well, that's great yeah. and you know obviously spoilers are gonna be contained in this commentary but one of the like bigger things you can say about this movie is for instance it's setting up the problem of 99 percent, one percent some people are poor some people are rich and it solves the problem of sometimes people get sick doesn't solve the thing it's <laughs> yes. about <laughs> yeah yes it uh, solves yes. the problem that wasn't here yeah. That, is, that is the core fridge logic <laughs> problem of this movie <laughs> that's right. like, yes everyone is starving but you all get free cable yeah. yeah. Yay! It sets up a movie, a great movie, probably about the difference between the the rich and the poor, and you you know sort of extend it into the future, make it really really black and white, easy to see the differences here, and it solves a problem unrelated to that. Well, not <laughs> entirely unrelated, but but it only solves a small portion of that, and, and which just makes of, them live longer for yeah, their miserable lives. Exactly. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, the analogy I wrote on the forum back when the movie first came out was: it's like we're watching a really tried and true, you know, gritty war movie about a guy who all of his friends keep dying because they have these massive, like, it's a vicious battle and things like this. People are falling apart. They try to sew people together, but it doesn't work. They keep spilling open. They get gangrene. They're all dying. It's awful. And at the end of the movie, the army gives them better stitches. Yeah, it's like well, that wasn't really the problem. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But the, uh, movie. Yeah, I mean, 
like we talked about, it's part of the problem is that as far as we can tell, the resources of Elysium somehow are essentially infinite. Well, um, I, I'm not sure we see that, but the, the idea is that the, my question is also, again, Elysium, why you, you, they're such dicks to Earth, but clearly they require Earth resources right. to, to keep going. The one thing they do have this is unlimited is healthcare. Yeah. That's the one thing the that thing, we know this unlimited. And the thing that, that you know, the, the thing that they don't really properly use here is, is you know, that if you want to make an argument about the, the, one percent versus the ninety nine percent. There's no. What's missing is, and and unfortunately, this this would break the entire plot of the <laughs> thing because the the smart thing for Elysium to do would be give them their free health care. Yeah. Because then yes. they're not going to come at you. It's the worst foreign policy anyone's yeah, ever come yeah. up with. It's they're flying. These people are flying up trying to you know doing yeah. doing the illegal immigration thing. And okay, I get it. And doing that whole thing. To but fly they're not up, even emigrating. Like, yeah. They just want the kid to lie in your machine for ninety seconds. Yeah. And yeah. then they'll leave. Yeah. So it's like you send down the button. Because because part that of the- would actually be brilliant as a sequel to just pick up where this movie yeah. left off. They send down the magic hospital ships and go, we gave you free health care. And everybody on planet Earth goes, yeah, thanks. <laughs> but there's still kind of a core yeah. problem. I so, would like some food now. Yeah. If so, could I mean, the, the aspect of the, the 1% versus 99% thing here that's lost when you have it be so black hat, white hat, mustache twirling bad guys is the in some ways complicity of the 99% who believe that someday they will become the 1%. Yes. Right. You don't see that aspect here and that that's an yeah. that would be an important aspect to this story right. I think. The people who are basically the people on earth who are trying to defend Elysium because they yeah. believe someday because they'll someday, end up there. Because if there, there was if there was like if there was a path to Elysium. Yeah, yeah. if this, there was a lottery or something. If there was exactly. yeah, if there was a path to Elysium or you know or, or at least a way to you know share oh if you but you can go to like Elysium Junior which is this gated community yeah. on earth where things are so much less sucky. You know, yeah. assuming you serve your 15 years to the people of Elysium and give us your resources. Well, you know, yeah, absolutely something like that. The 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 core issue for me is this you know, the what if works fine because the what if is what if this whole disparity in income just kept on going into the future and, yeah. and just got worse and worse and worse and worse until the entire world was fucking poor and 800,000 people had all the, the resources and all the wealth. Great. Again, that only there's a reason that that happens. There's a reason <laughs> that we have that's happening now. There's a reason why it would continue to happen in the future. And that's because things are finite. No. And if everyone has the stuff, no one else can have the stuff. And it makes perfect sense for people to have the stuff to go, I want to keep my stuff and be greedy about it and say, I don't want the other people to have my stuff. But this movie focuses on the one thing that they have in unlimited <laughs> abundance. <laughs> it's like it's these people don't want to move to Elysium. That you know, that's if that if that was the story, it was like we're gonna live on Elysium. It's like, well shit, yeah, we'll blow you out of the sky because Elysium clearly doesn't have all the all the room to yeah, hold people yeah. on Earth. That would make perfect sense. At no but point. these people are coming, they want the one thing that Elysium <laughs> that you has have all in, of. Yeah, in faucets. Yeah, exactly. And, we'll, yeah, and at, it ultimately just gives them yeah. because, and it costs them nothing to do. That's at the thing. no point in this movie does any of the do the rich people go. It's a space station. It's designed for X number of people, yeah. and we can't have. Yeah. Well, as this the, is missing. This but again, is missing, because that's not even the problem they set up. Right. No one is trying to move to Elysium. This scene right here is is missing a major kind of trick in satire. In that the the this robot voice thing is extraordinarily rude. Yeah. And and very much like just being a dick. It's like stop talking and just being cruel. Whereas the the way to do it in the way that is kind of a satire and advances it from what it is today is to have it be unfailingly yeah. uselessly polite yeah constantly but now you know. 
Yeah, and he's yeah. being a dick to it. Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's he's being a dick to it. It's but like it's even, like you even the robots are mustache twirling cartoon villains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like exactly. even you mouth off to one of them, they break your arm in the street. I mean, it's like, well, Jesus, you know, it's like, no, this should be a movie about all of Earth going, okay, Elysium, fuck you, fuck, yeah, fuck you. That's dicks. what I thought it was. Yeah, That's exactly. What I hoped it would, and be. it's not that. There's only like seven guys in a warehouse going, yeah, we're gonna bring down Elysium, and everyone else is just getting by. Yeah, it's like, well, I just again, just the what? One of the things I was queuing in on last night is that. There is, to its credit, uh, just an abundance of connective tissue in this movie. Yeah. Whether or not it connects. Eh. And let's put it out, the, movie, a, the movie has yet to suck. It hasn't sucked yeah, yet. Exactly. It's and all it's, great it's about so far. Because oh, we're bit, still setting things up. Exactly. Right. And it's, it's about to get I'm, a little bit I'm more I'm still dense. on board. I'm still, I got a huge Woody when the, I watched it. The, the police time. robot did bother me the first time through. It was, it was, yeah. it was a bit much. You know, in any case. But not a deal breaker. Yeah. And it occurred to me that I honestly think this movie could be improved with exactly the takes exactly the stuff that they already have if you add some scenes too to sort of bring these connected tissues home and maybe it won't ever make sense perfectly logically but it can make sense emotionally in a way that it currently kind of doesn't yeah. which is to say all these weirdo connections where the sort of relationship between matt damon and bill fickner and how bill fickner wronged him and how he gets to be chosen as the mark later in a heist where bill fickner didn't actually do anything in particular to matt damon except in a scene that was just there to give Bill a reason to yeah. be the bad guy, he ignores something he can't help with and says, can you get him out of the med bay, please? We don't want the sheets to get dirty, which is outlandishly dickish and yeah. mustache twirly and easy. But in a book called Elysium or but it's in also the- if you're if you're like. A corporate officer, it's like, it makes well, sense. he's going to die in five yeah. days. What's the use? Yeah, exactly. But again, Whatever the whole idea is, again, if you want to be like, you know, not have your slaves revolt, it's like, get him on a shuttle, pop him up to Elysium. He'll be back at work after lunch. Right, yeah. exactly. And well, <laughs> here's where I'm going with this. It, and there's an, a, and a you bunch can, of those... And you can charge him for yeah, that. You right. can, you you can, and you can score <laughs> massive points <laughs> yeah, that way. Yeah, exactly. You That's why people too. would want to work in your factory, because if you get crushed to death, they'll fucking bring you back. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll keep, you'll keep working. There's an abundance of things like this where there's setups and there's payoffs, and sometimes they're even connected to each other. Uh, and I feel like <laughs> yeah. if this movie was three hours long... They, they've at least met. Yeah. If this movie <laughs> they was wave at each other. Everything we see, plus like the miles and miles and miles of deleted scenes that don't exist, mm. that really flesh it out and kind of say, okay, here's... I know we had to go kind of edit happy to get to the action set piece as fast as possible, but when you actually expand this movie, kind of pull open the accordion and fill in the little gaps, a lot of the thematic setups are like tried and true perfect trope, but it you know it works, so go for it. And, and then they just kind of cut out big portions of the logic and you make these weird little leaps in a bunch of tiny little ways but, that ultimately leaves you kind of kerfuffled. Like you don't quite follow exactly the emotional beats of this thing. And it's a, it's a bunch of little tiny things that add up to it not hitting you yeah. as opposed to something is clearly, clearly wrong. I just I just want to point out kind of a kind of an art art meeting reality thing. Even even they shot this much like they did District Nine. You know they shot that in South Africa because they were like that place exists. We don't have to buy it. We just have to fill it with aliens. And uh, so similarly, the Los Angeles of of twenty one fifty four is Mexico. Mexico. They shot it in Mexico. Um, yeah, Mexico and around and stuff like that. For scenes, I, this is this was interestingly telling to me because I read some of the the I didn't watch any of the behind the scenes, but I read like Cinefax and stuff. Um, for scenes of the shuttles and stuff taking off, they shot them with real helicopters to get the interaction yeah. of the dust and yeah. and all that stuff. She's even rude to the yeah. to the uh, to the robots. Yeah. like I mean, how, how but, much twirlier can you get? But the 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 important bit is they were shooting in Mexico and. For health reasons, they could not allow the helicopters to blow up the actual Mexican dirt. They had to clear <laughs> oh. out the area and bring in their own clean, safe dirt <laughs> yeah. for the set. 
Like this is well, that's what they, they say. They're man. Shooting, when you go to Mexico, don't eat the dirt. They're, but yeah, they're sh- don't it's the dirt. like they're shooting in they're they're shooting in this world, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the early version of this world, yeah. and yet somehow they can't quite get it right. Now, to, you know what the the I mean, we're talking about the one percent versus the ninety nine percent from our perspective. It, it, the 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 version of this that would be difficult to fly, but would probably be more interesting, uh, more apt, um, is that Elysium is America. Well, that's exactly where they're, <laughs> you know, they're, not just, not the, not, I mean, because we are the 1% of the world yeah, yeah, in yeah. general. You know, and it's be, like, yeah, you know, we, people, we people, some, people, we got plenty of desperately poor people yeah, here. Pe- people coming down from Elysium on, you know, their, their gap year to, to just take pictures with the, <laughs> the I think Earth it, people. I, actually, and, I like it better the fact that, you know, it, the Elysium is clearly multiracial because it's just true. the rich people have become their new tribe. Like, right. it's like the haves and the have nots. It's like, fuck those people who just couldn't get their shit together and be rich like us. But they're, they're all different races. Now, this is, here, right here, the way this this scene and the next scene where she has to talk to the president of space, um, um, the, which is the former the cap- space for- president, former captain of uh, the Enterprise or whatever that 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 guy is. Oh shit, that's the guy from the beginning of Star Trek. Yeah, it's exactly. Robot. I was wondering yeah. where I'd seen him before. Um, there's two things about it. First of all, the idea that the things are nine nine tenths of the way into into orbit to get to Elysium and. Jojo back on Earth with his <laughs> hand-fired rocket is what's going to bring them down. Yeah. I guess the idea, although I'm not aware that anyone ever says it, is Elysium and this, and now I'm bringing my own concrete, it would be so great if Elysium was like, we are a peaceful, benevolent society. We have no weapons. Yeah. If, she, if she has to do it that way because Elysium doesn't have weapons mm-hmm. to yeah. maintain their fiction about how sweet and wonderful they are. Right. Um, but that's totally, even if I tried to justify it with that, I have to, you know, everyone at Elysium can see what this is about. To yeah. Ships were coming in and got blown to bits. I guess we'll bring that up at the next, you know, town council meeting. What was that about exactly? And what's funny is these people, and we've already said it, but just to put a, a, a pin on it here, these people are not moving to Elysium. Yeah. Although the movie is playing with an immigration sort yeah. of theme, yeah. it's not an immigration theme. Their whole and they're plan, not, and they're not even coming. Get, they're not even coming to steal because right, exactly. you won't be lo- you won't have lost anything the after they come for what ship, they want. Everyone on the ship yeah, has cancer. Yeah, but Trey, you wouldn't download a space shuttle, would you? Yeah. <laughs> everyone on the ship has cancer. The whole plan is to land, get scanned, and then get booted back to Earth. That's all they're doing. Yeah. They're not coming to raid, they're not coming to inhabit, they're they're not coming to occupy Elysium. <laughs> yeah. All they're doing is showing up. They don't even want to come to the party. With they, the they- hope of hum- uh, stepping into the human toaster. Yeah. And then go, and then they get caught and go back home. Oh, sorry, whatever happened again. Easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Bye. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And by the way, so the immigration <laughs> themes that he's playing with, while they seem valid on the surface, don't actually connect in any meaningful way yeah. because it's not sensible. It doesn't actually yeah. line up right. The this, analogy's broken. This is a great visual effects sequence, but <laughs> those shuttles blown up would totally send yeah, thousands shrapnel. of pieces yeah. of shrapnel. Have you seen that movie Gravity? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that said, crap in orbit is not good. I'm, I know. I'm, I know thing that called Kessler syndrome. I, yeah. I know that Shirley Bride and Trey and maybe Mike. I don't know. Maybe yes or no. But we all grew up reading. Who's Shirley? Great, these great like yeah thanks these great like hugo award-winning like sci-fi novels about sadly big, like, i actually dyson thought spheres. you were talking about someone named shirley <laughs> yeah. and i was like shirley like, like dyson spheres and and, and ring world and disc world and all this stuff and it's it's great just in terms of someone paid effects artists to really bring home the imagery of living on a ring world like that just because i've yeah. read so many goddamn novels about this yeah. shit yeah. and it, like that sort of there image right, that, right that, that visual right there yeah, is it's something that's yeah. been in my head for a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. and it doesn't wouldn't actually work yeah. in practice <laughs> the no, way I mean, they've shown it here but again i it would 
would like, maybe not at that scale, but it would. He he. Well, it would work on the ring world scale, which yeah. is a which is an Earth orbit like an size. Orbit but there, size there's also head. it doesn't have to be that size either. There's a guy called Gerard K. O'Neill who was the first guy who really like Didn't developed happen. the idea of 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 uh, circular uh, space colonies. And he's he's he created a whole bunch of ideas which you can find on. Well, the but he didn't create open topped ones, yeah. which this that's not practical. Uh, no, they, and they they do say that in the behind the scenes, they you know in the effects, they, they acknowledge they like, that that won't they, work. They acknowledge they're like it would have to be it would yeah, have to be it closed. Has to be it's contained not, at that scale. It doesn't have enough gravity to Earth, contain the, and it yeah, doesn't have atmosphere. any gravity at all. That's yeah. the thing. Even the centripetal force doesn't justify. Right. It's, it's a it's a it's an empty ring. Of air, it doesn't matter if you spin it or not. The air is immediately going to go. <laughs> yeah. Whoosh! It's yeah. gone. That's it. Yeah. So, but that's for it. for uh, for the the reason that they for have the to be able to fly in and out, reason of like being that, able to yeah. fly in and out, and not to mention the fact that there's a scene later where they're like, "Oh my God, we're crashing!" No, you're not. You're in <laughs> space. <laughs> you are sitting there. You're fine. Yeah. That's right. You're not going. Oh my God, we're going to hit the ground. Well, you know, you don't have to. It's if like, well, if you're flying yeah. forward, then yes, yes the ground going is going to run into you. Technically, you're going to intersect the ground. Is what's, <laughs> is what's happening? But it's played like a crash it's, it's what's just, called yeah. litho breaking in yeah. Kerbal God, space this is fucking gorgeous. in any case if you are uh if you, i was litho breaking exciting <laughs> yeah. if you are intrigued by the notion of reading some fantasy sci-fi stuff about living on a giant ring planet ring world's a classic i like titan by, I, I by the way John they're Harley. also not flying according to how orbital mechanics well, would dictate thi- you I, I mean that's the yeah. okay well, only you the, can be the thing about yeah, i mean the thing about ring world is be, because you're it's only hard, smart until you're not man the, the because it's hard sci-fi ring world is not really about living on that world it's, it's discovering it yeah yeah it's basically Exploring a documentary it. it's basically the discovery channel book when discovery yeah. channel was still a thing of how does ring world work yeah. For, yeah. if you want to do living on one uh titan by i think john varley and the titan series uh gaia and uh, uh wizard uh, also, I, I love those books a lot but, but also, also uh rendezvous with rama is the later oh, yeah, on yeah. in the series is not so great in my opinion but the first book yeah is very good and the, the premise is the just this giant you know just cylinder, cylinder colony yeah. thing spaceship uh flies into the solar system it flies away uh, and they go oh i wonder what the fuck that was well geez, and they, the they punch line, brian <laughs> what <laughs> that's the point of the book the whole point of the book is everyone why did they send it to us and the punchline is they didn't it's slingshotting around our sun they don't even know <laughs> we're here <laughs> sorry it's been a while since i read it but <laughs> anyway the they, whole they, point they they explore it much in the way uh, Teague just said with the uh, yeah it's fascinating uh, about the exploration the other book yeah because yeah. They, they find all a great these, exploration they find all these structures and they find all these things and they go why is it like this and they gradually sort of uncover because yeah. that's how it works yeah you know that's because of because of the way the thing is designed it was all you know it's very hard science anyway read Titan yeah. so also read that, Rendezvous with Rama yeah. and the, and the interesting the interesting thing I found was that everybody was very careful to avoid. Oh, also, that's probably pretty much how he would have made Halo. That's what it would have looked like if yeah. we found that one. I guess you know, I, I have no, no knowledge of Halo now, other than the guy has here's a face, a, but another one yeah, it would have looked great, I'm sure. My little this favorite great. pieces of subtle thematic connective tissue that they don't actually do anything with is he spent the whole first act of this movie. We, have we all noticed? He spent the whole first act of this movie being fucked with by robots that we find out he, he has to build. Yeah. He is yeah. so, he is yep. so is, under great. the thumb of this society yeah. that he has to build his oppressors. That's, that's great. great theme yeah. shit yeah. that doesn't actually do anything. It's sort of just hanging there like a little Christmas ornament on the bottom of the balls of this movie. Yeah. Just waiting. There to was be, an idea that's waiting it, to be used. What this movie needed was somebody, maybe somebody else to come along and go, there's a lot of really great stuff here. It's a draft problem. And tell me your theme again and let's connect let's let's you know streamline this puppy so that your theme is clear the whole way yeah. through yeah i honestly and, think this is like things you know, are justified the way they work this out. is the third draft or something like that yeah. you know yeah i guess that'd be what yellow pages or pink pages he 
he shot this honestly i think it just needs like another draft another writer to come in or someone just to come in and say or okay. just like you said maybe just some pickups <laughs> yeah you yeah. can totally do it with pickups. For, I, yeah. another aspect of it i think that would be helped by or would have been helped by another draft is the the aggression is so just in your it's the aggression is so on the nose it's right yeah. like you were saying with the the yeah. dmv robot even the guy and, and just he, even the even guy just guy. now yeah. said, and, and his his get in there yeah get in there like it, another draft i think turning it from more just forward passive forward aggressive into a more passive aggressive or unthinking would have given it a lot more yeah. reality or like to it's, it. yeah. it's active it's it's the it's the aspect of the the oppressors are actively oppressing as opposed to an aspect of privilege where they don't even realize they're sure. oppressing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I or mean, no. his supervisor, who's clearly an Earth guy and not an Elysium guy, could like, look, you just they're on my ass yeah. up there. The yeah. guys, the, like, he's watching. Or I mean, you I'm know, sure we've all, we've all had the the job and the and the boss that's been like, well, a team player would go in the thing and, yeah. and work. Yeah. Are you are you a team player? Because we need we we're team players here. Now, like that sort of because they, they have the constant threat of like you know he, he says the yeah. right thing I'll get someone else who'll, who'll do it yeah but the fact is like you know geez you know what's what makes you like so Lord of the Manor yeah. it's like apparently you're in charge. Well, this is a sci-fi movie about how slaves like, are we're always you know it's a whole sci-fi yeah. movie about how OSHA doesn't exist anymore because they don't have like a kill switch inside the oven yeah, yeah this which is also, I think it's I think that's design. standard for any sort of furnace it's, scenario yeah and is, there's a big e stop in all of those rooms I was so glad that uh, this this season of Sherlock um, I won't give away the particular plot point but there's a movie trope that they completely subvert by doing what happens in the real world when it comes to diffusing a bomb oh, yeah. which was hilarious but uh, so they were so happy that someone finally used it I was hoping it was going to get to be me who would really <laughs> use it the first time but uh, sorry man but yeah but that's the point it's like you know again I, I yes I mean like wow that's a really bad design but you know a, a lot of bad designs in this movie oh, no, that's just the, a movie thing I don't the, know. The, but, the, the but I was willing to allow away, it because I like the idea that you know again if you go, this is an Elysium. Again, this is this is what evidence of Elysium requires Earth Earth's resources because this is basically an Elysium owned and run factory. So it's very oppressive, and you only get to work here. Hey, well, you know, there's 10 million people who love to work here, pal. If you don't like it here, so yeah, the fact they do cut corners because who the fuck cares if a guy dies? But then that takes us back. You know, again, that makes sense within this world. But then you have to go to the bigger picture and go. But why are they like that? Yeah. Why do they <laughs> like that when they don't have to be? I know this is more like an hour and a half question, not the first 40 minutes question. But I, I, it's, it's been bugging me this whole time. I haven't been able to hold my wand. I can't wait for this commentary to happen. Now it's happening. I want to ask, what exactly do we want Elysium to do in the third? that it's not doing like obviously it's doing the wrong thing because it doesn't pay off its initial theme in the first place but a whole what, lot of shit goes what, wrong in the what, third act that we haven't even gotten but it's hard to, it's but hard, what would the ending rightly be it's hard to say because don't breathe on me cover your mouth like yeah that's like what, it, how does that make any difference you know you, like, you're that's just being a douchebag yeah you're gonna so you get a little sick you just go in your human toaster and you get rid of it yeah um i think like so like so many movies you have to fix the first and second act before you can talk about fixing yeah, the third exactly. act. Well, what's you know? wrong with the first and second? I'll, honestly, I think the, most of the first act is setting up some good shit. Here's the, here's the thing, and I think it's the scene that's about to happen. For me, the scene that really, really doesn't do the job that it really needs to do is the scene that I, I don't think we've seen it yet where Jodie Foster is confronted by the president of space going hey what the hell with the blowing yeah, up and the blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. You need me on that wall. Exactly. She doesn't get to say that. She doesn't get to, you know, because it's like her question that she doesn't seem to ask and the thing is what the fuck do you you made me defense secretary. Yeah. What and do you, you want me to do? And you don't want these people coming here. What I want is for someone to go, and here's why. Mm. Here's why we do that. Either she has to say it out loud and everyone goes, oh, Shasha, we don't like to say that in polite company. Or he has to go, look, you realize that the real thing that's going on here. Um, because as someone said, it came up on the floor. Here it is. Here's the yes, scene right now. Someone said, someone's, I, you know, someone brought up, it's like, 
it could be we don't want them to like we can't give them health care literally because that will just lengthen their miserable lives that we can't do anything else about it's like if that was their motivation where we're like look we're actually really helping them yeah. because if they had that hopefulness it would just be that much worse for them down on earth you know it's stupid and misguided but it's a reason it's a justification to, to be be that way so this scene here I wanted somebody to like lean into somebody and go okay seriously the reason of course is because yeah. of this you know because whatever right. yeah, and you can is, totally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but have, no one does that. Have he, somebody, he's pissed at her for doing what is apparently her job, the way yeah. it's supposed to be done, and the way they expect her to do it, and again, because they a, want her to. And again, it's a pickup. You can, you can <laughs> yeah. shoot that in my exactly, room. Exactly. I totally want somebody, Jodie Foster, or somebody to go, but really what's going on is this. Yeah. And it's that we, you know, we've got the 1%, but they're the ones who just go to parties all the fucking time. They don't know. They don't want to know. They don't want to know what we do to keep them safe. Yeah. You know, they don't know how hard this is. Princess Billionaire Pants does not want to be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the fact that they are they object to what she's doing makes it even harder to understand. It's like, then why don't you just send the healthcare droids (laughs) down? You have the shuttles. She apparently is the only one who has a problem with that. Yeah. What did you want her to do then? What was her job? What was her role at this point? So he's like, Yeah, you did your you know and again, it's like he's just saying that thing. It's like if it was because you did it and it happened too late because you don't have, you know, and, and Kruger yeah, fired the thing and everyone saw it and I've got yeah. to sack you because otherwise I'm admitting that this is what we fucking yeah. do. So, you know, it's political. It could be a political motivation. Like, yeah. you know, everyone saw it. You know, that's where you fucked up. Everyone saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was. How, be, how that are would... we supposed to maintain this fiction that we're nice people when you blew kids out of the sky during a fucking dinner party yeah. that everyone could look at? Yeah. It's, it's like the politician that says, you know, something that's completely true, but politically impossible to say like yeah. pot is not that big of a deal so you or have whatever. your aide say it and then fire yeah. them like oh yeah. he doesn't oh, work sorry here. yeah yeah like well the, yeah chris christie in the bridge you know oh my 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 aide did that she's gone man uh, whatever episode of the west wing it was where the surgeon general said yeah pot's not that big a deal and they go <laughs> oh no, we know. can't say that yeah that shit happens all the time in politics yeah. so again is again there's that just that missing thing it's like Every opportunity these guys have to be dicks, they are, <laughs> and 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 then they act like they're upset. And, about and, it. Just, yeah. and just like unsophisticated, like this, the dictum is so straightforward. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're talking <laughs> yeah. about talking about the lack of ocean. There's no abort button on the inside of the thing. Like it, how much more would it have taken to go? There is an abort button on the inside, and it doesn't work. Right. And nobody has fixed it. Yeah, and so he presses Boom. it. Done. Yeah, that's it's great. like just touches like that. You could just sprinkle throughout, and then remove some of the anti-sprinkles of don't breathe on me peasants <laughs> yeah. yeah you know things that you don't need at all and it, even just those kind of little uh, tweaks here and there would make it so much so you, much better. you know another way you could go with this to fix it and this is a first act fix basically changing your setup instead of changing your payoff what if the problem isn't that poor people rich people what if the problem is yeah uh, something something sci-fi bullshit ah fucking sun flares and everyone's irradiated down on earth the ones who were healthy got sent up to this quarantine zone in space which makes less sense but whatever and it's a thing where everyone down there is sick we have just completely changed the setup so it matches the payoff <laughs> which is he brings medical supplies to everyone he wouldn't have done it his own self unless he was desperately like pushed forward in like you're gonna die in five days now as opposed to you're gonna die at age 40 but he's his call to action is nope you got like one second to do this you're gonna die anyway let's see what you can do where the, the opening of this movie is not about poor guy and he has to take a shitty job and he used to steal cars and the nurses are overworked, which that's happening now, sci-fi. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's... And, well, it's, yeah. and it's more a problem Boy, a where everyone down on Earth is, get, is, is dying at age 30 of cancers that we can't exactly figure out. On Elysium, 
they have these special like keep you safe keep you healthy med pods or whatever and this is a story about getting access to those and freeing the people from their I, cancer I, problems i guess so but then you but, but then, then you, you have all the, you still have the same same plot problems only they're more and, glaring and you lose, the, you lose the connection with our our current situation which is we're, we're fundamentally thinking a lot about income equality and stuff well, and, and and especially healthcare. Well, yeah, yeah but then that goes yeah. back to my previous question which is if the setup we want to keep which i like it the 99 percent thing what would the end be? What would the third act be? Well, you, you could do it this way. If you wanted to tie in the healthcare aspect a little stronger, but keep the whole uh, income inequality Occupy. parable. Occupy uh, Earth. Yeah. So Occupy there, Elysium. There's a space virus, you know, space AIDS. Now, or, now everybody has... I was going to say, if there's a disease and we can't... Yeah. We literally can't... Don't breathe on me is because that guy has that thing. Yeah. Everybody, has the, everybody now has space HIV. And the people go up Earth, to... Earth HIV. No, let's go... Let, yeah, let's go. Well, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Space HIV. And the yeah. only way to keep it from turning into space AIDS is the magical medicine boxes. And so, in order to just generally quarantine themselves, whether they don't have it at all or oh, they need go. it, okay. right. they go up to Elysium to completely separate themselves from the you. ecosystem. Unless you can't afford it, in which case you stay It's not a magic fixotron. It just no. keeps you from developing full-blown space aids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's your Magic okay. Johnson cocktail. Okay. For space so, aids. You know, and, and, and that's, that's totally an analogy for nowadays. You know, West Wing did that episode yeah. about and how, why don't you give it all to the third world? It's like, because... They, they don't we, have watches. Yeah, because they have no they, way of it won't help them. Yeah, they have no way of regulating their medicine. Yeah. Anyway. Which actually, it seems to... That seems to be total bullshit, or somewhat bullshit. There's been a lot of... Um, Wait, the West Wing plot point? Well, just in the sense of you can't just give it to them because they'll fuck it up. I mean, there's I'm sure there's some truth in it because obviously this is a very well, complicated topic. Well, there's also topic, very, very valid truth that the episode made where it's like, we... Because it costs... We, it costs a billion dollars. We're in business, yeah. you know? It's like, we can't give everything... To, it's, again, they had a justification. We can't give everything to everyone. Yeah. Which this movie doesn't have that problem yeah. because it automatically they sets can. up... We, we can everything. give everything yeah. to everyone. Well, that's another <laughs> problem that we're going to be facing as a species as we move into the future, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but the idea that there, there are some uh, nonprofits out there that are basically trying a new strategy in the sense of what if we just give poor people cash, like straight up. Uh, American Life did an episode uh, a couple months or a few months ago where they're like, there's a there's a aid organization that just literally gives straight cash to very poor African uh, families and tribes and people. And just whatever you want to, you want to blow it all in booze, that's your choice because we're just giving you the straight money. But most people go out and they do something constructive with it. They buy, you know, some kind of farm animal that can generate more income. Uh, and then part of the story was uh, they use it to to get a new roof, like to change the straw roof that they had with a metal roof. And some people are like, well, what the fuck? Like, they, there's not a better way you could, you know, spend that money than that. And they investigate and it turns out, no, that's actually... <laughs> that's the be, single most yeah. important part. That, that's a, that's the most, yeah, that's the most, at least in, from their perspective... Uh, efficient way to upgrade their life because straw roof requires a shit ton of maintenance and doesn't actually keep shit out and all of this and you know I mean as we discovered in the malaria thon where it's like the easiest way to keep people from getting malaria is they sleep under a little net cost three bucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. and don't, that's don't let the mosquitoes bite them yeah. <laughs> and so yeah so if for anybody out there listening who is wondering why we went with that charity for the malaria thon that's a it, lot of good you can do for cheap that yeah. is so there's what's I guess you would call is a meta charity or a meta organization called uh, GiveWell uh, which basically all it does is it rates the effectiveness of every other charity in the world, at least the ones that it investigates. Uh, and it rates them according to how much money they take in versus how much money they spend actually addressing the problem they ostensibly exist to address. And the I'll bet you Invisible Children doesn't do so hot on that list. 
I have no idea. I've heard that about Invisible Children. I have no idea. But uh, the reason we went with the Against Malaria Foundation is because they are the number one uh, Super, charities yeah. on that list. So Efficacy-wise, they're Efficacy-wise. So dollars spent, whatever charity, they're the best. Now, what's crazy about right this now. scene is uh, last night, and again just now, it occurs to me, you want to you play a game with yourself and just try to keep up? How <laughs> many magic beans are in Elysium? Yeah, there's a lot. Because we've already got... And we're about to get another we've one. We've already going. got... Elysium exists. We've already got Super yeah. Med Pods. Now we've got the magic implant that will record someone else's brain for you so you can take out the code well they can they can I, yeah. download it, it, it's, it's wetware it's, it's yeah, building it's, computers it's, you've got an implant yourself. where you can store data in your head and there then this is a implant so like that will Bill, hack the like, data so like bill fickner has a little bionic implant yeah. thingy yeah okay it's like he's got a hard drive in his brain and he it, said organic and it's encoded. he said he made a point of saying organic brain data well, it, it, it you it's, basically use your brain as as a hard drive. So there's an interface so you can download stuff into your brain, have your brain store it, and then you can extract it later. So you're saying Bill Fickner knows Kung Fu? He could, probably. Yeah. He's if fighting they, Morpheus. If they chose to Bill Fickner's fighting Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going oh, aside. But, I but it's such that. a bummer. I love But Fickner. I'm with you. It's, it's like, I'm okay with that because that's kind of, you know, that's, they, uh, they made, I'm not crazy about the words they use, but the idea of, you know, implants, I think we're getting close, you know, and Google Glass and all that. That's, that's standard future stuff is having yeah, you implants can, in your head. We'll give it to you. Um, the, it's the next level of it where it's like it's encoded and it will kill you if you read it or take it out. It's it's all which all. it never does. Yeah, there's this whole thing about how it's it's encoded and it'll kill you and it'll delete itself. Well, but and that, then but that it, is what kills him. But he was gonna die anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, but it's it that's, that's the third act where anything goes. It gets read like five or six times before it goes. Oh right, I have. I'm that supposed to kill people when this gets transferred. Code. So you know that's just totally a justification for you know yes, download it because I am the chosen one and I don't care if I die. It's it's purely for that and doesn't make any other sense um what i would go to though is um what you were pointing out is you talked about how matt damon lives in this oppressive society and actually has to build his own oppressors well now he's going to be half robot at all and the movie so gloriously thematically takes that and goes nowhere with it (laughs) (laughs) it's like now you are kind of a robot oppressor that's what oh no we're not doing anything to do with that that's just some cool trailer shots that's why we did that little pieces of connective tissue that aren't being used to connect things not even the fact that he has this robo suit and doesn't really ever do anything that impressive with it well he's just just, he's kind of sort of strong a the, the robo the robo suit is basically the it they were like makes I, a good I, poster. I think I, it makes a good poster. It's a nice iconic. The image. reasoning was I think, he's so weak. He needs a yeah. He got he's got a mech suit because of this, to make so, him a normal walk. person again. He's so messed up from the radiation that is our you know inciting incident that we have yeah. to come up with this entire thing that he can th- so that yeah. he can behave like a normal Just, person. Yeah. Oh, he's just the rest of the he's movie. a death's door. So that's why he can be an action hero, no, because we put a thing on him. Yeah. Just to it's go like, through the looking glass for a moment, though, into the sort of production side of this, it is a gorgeous suit. And think of the actual makeup job that that, inquire, that requires. That's huge. It makes, me feel, it makes it, me feel bad. It's it, a coffee and bagels thing for me. Because he's, he's fucking... I feel bad for everyone. Fighting, fighting, it was Weta Workshop. You he's know? fighting. They, they, he's razzling. He's ass. rolling around in this suit oh, that's connected to crazy. him. And it's connected to little pieces of like skin glue yeah. on like the back of his head and like his temples yeah. and his arms. And it's just this whole mix of makeup and this weird prosthetic prop. And it's a gorgeous piece of work, and it seems based on the EPK stuff that I was and watching was a, last night, like it was actually comfortable and fully functional, yeah. and he had a full range of motion and shit. Yeah, well, it was. I'm a, just looking he at could that pee going, in it. Yeah, could he pee in it? Yeah, he peed into it. Actually, those tubes oh. are hollow. No, it's yeah. like but, Alan Shepard. <laughs> Alan Shepard pees on everything, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, just, that's just what Shepard does. <laughs> that mailbox don't go by, don't go by his, Shepard. Just so you know, no, but like you can see, Matt Damon, he has like a full range of motion, and that's gorgeous, beautiful work on behalf of the art department and the props team. Then there's this business where 
this your, your special with your with your, QR with your arm Zippo, and then I wh- forgot about which that. is which is which is which cracks me up because every time Jodie Foster goes through a door, she holds up an ID card, which is <laughs> like, but you've all got things that say who you are right here, and you would just put you, uh, hello second draft second draft. I, I, you had someone in the prop department would go, you know, they've all don't they all have things already that say who they are and what they're allowed to access, and that kind of the whole plot. No, I have a <laughs> I have a weird theory, by the way, about this movie, which is I have a theory about sh- Jodie Foster's accent that I want to get to. It. Yeah, well, well, what I, is it? That's I want to hear that. Uh, here's my theory. Honestly, I think this movie fails because it's so gorgeous. If this looked like a shitty '90s action movie, sort of like True. sliced alone I, action sci-fi movie, right. then you just go, "Wow, this is a fucked up, weirdo, trippy, dystopian, utopian yeah. movie." And so wow, if only they had a budget. I mean, it didn't. It's not like perfect, <laughs> but it's like you know, the old Judge Dredd or something. Or yeah. uh, oh yeah, that did so well. Or what was the, what was the <laughs> okay? What was the one huge. that we did a commentary for with sliced alone in it? Uh, uh, Demolition, Demolition Man, Man. like yeah. that kind of thing. Where it's like, yeah, this isn't a perfect movie, but it's way better than people thought it the was. The nutty, fun, dystopian yeah. future but thing. It, it so needs gorgeous. to push the satire a little bit more. Yeah. It needs that, to be well, a little yeah. bit more goofy. It yeah. needs to have some heart. In well, it it's, a bit, it either but. needs to be more satirical, so you don't question the actual nuts and bolts, or yeah. it need to like tell a, a realistic, understandable but, story but, about but, an understandable world. Like even, but that all goes to sort of what I was getting at. It's a better way of saying it, which is just literally the same script if you let people ad lib a bit more. It's an execution thing because that sure. is fine as long as you don't film it so beautifully and importantly and it's gorgeous and there's no problems and it's flawless and it's all these things. It's true. This just, feels just, like just don't care about it which, so much and the movie works, which is a Blomkamp's whole thing and why, um, you know, Alive and Joburg and District Nine were were so compelling is because it feels like a documentary. It feels like someone took a camera into yeah. these horrible situations and filmed this very serious subject. And it works in those cases and it doesn't in this one because the the subject is absurd and doesn't yeah. doesn't come together ultimately. I mean is this, that, that is this the idea more absurd is good. on the face of it? No, the idea is good. Thematically like we talked about and that's that's but but all of the all of like Trace had the nuts and bolts of well this is how this this world operates because X Y and Z and it's like what no no human being yeah. <laughs> whatever not even an evil human being would do it that way because it simply doesn't make sense, um, but yeah, yeah it, like you said great work and and a, a so much great work a huge uh, a huge engineering feat apparently to make it work properly because. Um, you know, we're we are designed with our skeletons on the inside. Once you yeah. move, once you shift it, yeah, you, you know, eight uh, inches outside, yeah, all it, the points all of rotation no are changed. Works well, anymore, anyone yeah. who's ever done uh, rigging on 3D models will tell you that yeah. that's, that's that's the easiest way to break a rig is to move the center of gravity out yeah. from where it's supposed to be, yeah. because then nothing works anymore. And they made four of those suits. They made one for. Uh, Damon, one for Charlotte, and then one for each stunt double. So right. they had four of them, and each one of those is a custom build. It's not like yeah. they used the one for Matt. On well, they the had those, double. and then they had like foam versions well, for when they were. Yeah, yeah, they had like yeah. they had like yeah. But the hero props, they had to custom build them to fit four different actors, which I think is super cool. Also, yeah. something, it's not something it's not clear modern who, Mac keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not clear who this is supposed to kill. Uh, this, it, do they yeah. say why it says Rich on his face? Rich, 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 no, or whatever, no. Because to put it on his nose literally yeah. would have been too on the nose. Cha cha cha. Hey, um, oh, dude, we can change that expression real easily. It's too on the temple, and now look how on the temple. This <laughs> it's too, no, no, it's too on the Fickner. It's on his cheekbone. Like, it's, yeah. like how much more prominent can you be than on William Fickner's cheekbone? <laughs> 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 I do like the expression on the Fickner, though. Uh, that was way too on the Fickner. Way too on the Fickner. Man. <laughs> you know what the problem is with the metaphor in Elysium? It was just so on the Fickner. It just, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> wearing it on his face. Interesting kind of Mad Max uh, 
vehicles here. You can never go yeah. wrong with the Mad Max yeah. thing. How I, do you guys I think about uh, feel about Matt Damon? He's I carrying he's, it. I, he's got the gravitas. He's for doing it. everything this movie needs him to do, and he's doing it great. And yeah. and if only they gave him a third act that made any goddamn yeah. sense. It's yeah. It's it's not it's not your fault. Yeah, exactly. It's not your fault, Matt Damon. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um. Also, the the whole William Fickner thing. Uh, something that could have been a more interesting plot point is, you know, he's got this encryption that that will, you know, wipe the the code or whatever. Maybe maybe there's a, a ticking clock or a, a driving force where part of the whole plot of the movie is we have to keep this guy alive because yeah, his brain is going to scramble or, the data. If or he a, dies. Great, a great you know, middle middle reversal is like we're going to kidnap that guy because he's got things in his brain and he's dead. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Also, now we have to go to Elysium. Well, That's messed up. Also, yeah. going yeah. going back to the, the exactly, whole s- we need the information. Oh, we we blew it. Well, uh, unfortunately, we, we seem have to have killed him. Yeah. Now we have well, to go to. Now him. what do we do? Yeah. Well, now the that ball is that would have a great turnaround. Yeah. Now the ball is rolling and now we have to go to Elysium yeah, it, because, because otherwise, otherwise the Magumbo will will chunk up. We've well, completely passed the point of no return. Well there's a whole there's a whole other question here which is like okay unless I missed it because they had they had a scene where they talk to each other where the bad guys talk to each other about their evil plan and I still don't know what their evil plan is. I get the I get the MacGuffin of their evil plan which is he's got a thing in his head which can give her command of Elysium. It'll make her president. It'll make her president. Because because why apparently does she, why well, does she want to be president? They, they only <laughs> or or the question I was about to ask why doesn't he make himself president? Yeah. Well, that's fine. It's like he's you know whatever. But my thing is like and she, okay, you'll be president to achieve your goal Which, of what I love, exactly? I love that being president. It's like it's just a text file somewhere yeah, on yeah. the well, server. Right, it's like get, the people are like, oh, who's like the, oh, I thought it was the black guy. No, but the text. I mean, I yeah. pulled it up right here in Word, and it that's says right. Sir. Like, like, oh, okay. like Obama can't get in the White House on Tuesday because they hacked the White House computer. That's <laughs> yeah. that would make perfect sense in the real world. Well, all that whole that whole thing is just like it's like, it's the, like if you hack the White House Twitter account, it says Romney's president. Well, oh, sorry, Twitter right account Twitter. on the screen. Yeah, uh, it's like, but again, CNN it, breaking news. It's all part of that whole sort of like, what the fuck is Elysium's deal? Because it's like <laughs> she just had a thing with the president, where so it's like, so she wants control of Elysium to be president of Elysium, so she can blow more ships out of the sky. What? Why does she want to be president of Elysium? What is the goal of that? Is and again, it's like no, you're right. Well, you're totally right because she's power mad. Well, she's a cartoon villain yet again. Once again, the script just failed to give us any motivation other than because she's a douche man so i get I, my grant that you know this the accent was a bad choice but everyone goes oh her performance is terrible and i maintain that joni was a really good actress who was giving nothing valid i think here's my thing yeah nothing here's, do, valid do to act here's my thing do your I, theory. I legitimately think because there's a couple of clues i think she's got like a french name and there's a couple times where she speaks french i think she had a french accent and they decided maybe it was too hard to understand or they didn't like it or whatever. Or it made French I, people I've heard, like this, bad I've heard this rumor that she d- and then dubbed they, the, the whole part. You probably yeah. just heard it from me. Okay, it was maybe. My, uh, because, and this is a complete assumption on my part, but watching it, a lot of her stuff feels dubbed and I'm pretty sure it she did it as a French accent. They redubbed it later and the as as weird as it sounds, the performance probably makes sense in the original <laughs> French. And but as it is now, it's like, well, well, English doesn't have the same cadences and stuff like yeah. that. So it suddenly becomes a really bizarre way of speaking when she when you lose that's that. Interesting. Accent. And what a strange choice. Either way, I mean, yeah. why you would do that? But it, it's that's my it, that's my guess. I, way I have no yeah. evidence. Does, does of she that. have a character? What is her character name? Delacour. Delacour. Yeah. So, and a couple of times I think she speaks French. She does speak French in the party scene. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's weird. I don't know what that that's about. That's an interesting theory. I don't know why it would be so deal breakery that oh she can't have a French accent. But now okay, let's fine. talk about various shit. Well, we, we don't want to upset our allies, the French. And I will just I'll give <laughs> I just we've been bitch slapping the movie left and right. I will say, Charlotte Copley as the cra- as as just the wild man problem. I have no problem with him. Just he's fucking crazy. That's yeah. fine. He's a crazy wild man who will do anything at any moment. He's great. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that he'll, you know, he'll go off on his own masters later. That's all fine. I love him well, that's as a villain. That's one fine. of the things that I was thinking when I was watching it in the theater for the first time, which was because, you know, you can't when you get to a movie like this, you can't help but start thinking ahead and go like, all right, let's just make a guess here. I bet you I'm right. Blank in your head. The thing that I thought was going to happen in this movie that never does uh, and not, not necessarily as a problem, just uh, I thought this was going to happen is this was going to be slightly about Charlotte's character basically turning on Elysium and helping Matt get his goal. Well, that's, I thought the, that's, sort of that's the, the other problem in the third act. I mean, it, yeah, I agree with Trey in the sense that it's fine just to have a crazy guy that hulks out. Sure. But his dis- his motivation, whatever it was, completely disintegrates along with everything yeah. else in the yeah. third act. He's just blowing shit up to blow shit he up. He to kill everybody. And I mean, he I, decides, well, it's the same problem as, as the Jodie Foster character. It's like now he's power mad and he's going to type <laughs> his name in the Twitter yeah. account yeah. and make himself president. Yeah. It's like, but what would he gain if he did that? <laughs> yeah. What is that something a guy like that would really want? Yeah, yeah like I'm president of the show. Great. Bring me a rat to barbecue now. I, <laughs> yeah. what? I can get all the barbecue rats I want if I was president of Elysium. <laughs> that would be fantastic. See, and that will be hilarious if that were his mindset, where he's like, <laughs> yeah. I can I can live the high life, but the high life is just yeah. it's like, no. you. It's all the barbecue <laughs> rats will be belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone mad with power. I'm not nuts for the stabilization thing they're doing here. Yeah, there's so. a weird, this, it's only in this shot, yeah. though. It's yeah. just yeah, it's stabilization Halo. that's a little Halo. overdone. They, they wanted to he wanted to do Halo again. It was yeah. a, it's supposed to be like the first person yeah. you see the gun in front of your it face. Felt, it felt it felt a bit like you um, just see it. It actually know, felt less effects. like Halo and more like Gears of War there just stylistically, but yeah. Uh, yeah I don't I know game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't speak your game. The speak, third person shooter look. Speaking of the right. Halo influence, I feel like there's a lot of uh, Mass Effect influence in the technology and particularly the uh the shuttles, the air shuttles and whatnot. Mm. I swear to God, the more I see Bill Fichter, the more I'm thinking someone in this movie has to join up with someone from the nominally other side is supposed yes. to join up yeah. with Matt Damon there, there and needs help to him be, overthrow Elysium. There needs yeah. to be some kind of Warren Buffett character that goes, I'm part of the 1%, but this is fucked up. And Charlotte yeah. would have been perfect for that because he's only like slightly on their side anyway. He's just kind of batshit and getting a paycheck. Which, yeah. is, or, which is part of like, the... Well, or does, I'm sorry, but doesn't does she or doesn't she... Jodie Foster is like, oh, now you've got the thing in your head that I want. You're my now we're pals. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't happen, does no. it? She's no. No, she yeah. comes. Yeah, it's like and it's like but she. Matt Damon has brought her the. You know, he's brought her the plans to the Death Star. That's what she wants. <laughs> the thing that's in his head is well, the that's thing. The, that's you know, not to jump. The yes, gun but on this he's one. poor. Uh, but that I was see. the thing that I picked up on last night with Chloe that I previously didn't know the answer to. In fact, I whined about it in my original post, like at three in the morning after I got back from the midnight screening, which is after Charlotte gets up there or gets to Matt Damon or something. I honestly don't understand his motivation to do anything he does because yeah. his whole thing was catch Matt Damon. And it wasn't until Chloe asked a question where I think she was confused about that, but worded it in the right way that I realized, Oh, here's the thing the movie doesn't say, <laughs> but this is what the movie is trying to tell you is Charlotte gets it. He knows what's going on here is Matt Damon has the coach to make him the president. Yes. And he wants to be the president. Now. Yes. I never got that the first time through. I think it, I think, uh, okay. I, I, 
I understood I, that the first time through, well, so I didn't think the movie okay. does say it. So that, so that would invalidate what I said a minute ago about how his motivation completely disintegrating. That's so, what I thought it did, yeah, but it doesn't. That's what I thought. It's not very but his motivation to be president doesn't make any sense. I agree with that, yes. And then it's back to why does anybody want to be the president? I never got that. He has figured out that if... And by the way, I don't know exactly how he's figured it out because the only clue I think he gets that something is not on the level is that Jody is it's coming. That she to him. wants it really badly, right? Exactly. <laughs> Jody's coming to him, which means okay, this has to be some sort of a secret op. That much I get. Yeah, sure. How does he get to the conclusion that so in that guy's head, Goodwill Hunting's head, he apparently has the code <laughs> to I can just change my name in it with a final yeah. place, uh, which was a secret that only William Fickner knew existed. Right. Exactly. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. But I guess. In this yeah. case, I didn't get that piece of information that Charlotte has figured this out and he wants to be president too. Yeah, but yeah. That is, everyone that, can be president. But I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yes, that is the case. I think I think the movie says that explicitly because there's no way I came to that conclusion randomly. And then yeah, you, I, I, I had also, that idea that Charlton yeah. had this idea of being president, which was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, at that point, it's like, whatever, sure, why not? You know, Brian, great. why didn't you ever go through with your tattooed goatee idea? You should have done that, man. It would look good. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't find a design I liked. Oh, yeah. I mean, I what I, and what I mean is I couldn't pick one. There were so many yeah. good ones, <laughs> like nine or nine or. 10 different tribal designs i loved all of them. yeah and you know you only have one chin so although did you see the thing the other day like I, there was a picture on the internet i saw where someone had figured out that well if you just tattoo what looks like you shave your head in your bald spot it looks like you shave your head but you have a full head of hair <laughs> and then someone like the first comment was okay what happens when you go gray because then you just have like a black mohawk on the top with little gray dots all around it uh, tattooed makeup doesn't work that often uh <laughs> that's that's, I thought it was that's clever like when you burn your eyebrows off and you draw them in with a sharpie like no that's not gonna work <laughs> i thought it was clever until someone said well what happens when you go gray i'm like oh no oh. yeah see thinking it through it's all mm. about thinking it through Oof. Yeah. oh boy let me just say again this this whole thing up to this point gorgeous just be you know, the action scenes are beautiful and the hardware is amazing and it's beautifully staged and directed and it's you know it's all great oh yeah <laughs> i thought his brain was going to explode and then they forget about the Corrupted data thing for like an hour after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, like it's he's like, going, yeah. He's going. Yeah, literally, then, like randomly, will just suddenly go. Oh, I need to not be running as fast so the plot yeah. can catch up to me. At more than once, it's like, is that the radiation? Is that the brain thing? But the brain thing doesn't just randomly go. I'm killing you. Yeah, I don't think or does it or what or I. Uh, it's really unclear how it works because. No. You would think that would be immediate if it were stolen yeah. from you. It's it would like, kill whoever. Well, stole that's the it. thing. It's like the point is. Fickner encrypted it so it couldn't get stolen, yeah. presumably from him, or would kill anyone who tried to steal it from him, which clearly didn't, didn't happen. Work. And so. then just later it kicks in because it's dramatically yeah, I just, you know, a savior thing at the end. It's like it's like it's Roger Rabbit. It's like I can't I can't be Does lethal he, all the time, only when it's dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. And I think did say something about, or someone said something about how we have to get him up to Elysium because he's got this wound and he'll be saved and all that kind of stuff, which like would have been like, again, he's our ticket. We should do it. Yeah. You know, and then he can drop dead and go, oh, well, fuck. But again, it's like, just I'm, I'm losing track of who wants what and what they're doing to get it exactly, which is kind of the key to screenwriting. It's hard to stay engaged. Yeah. I mean, following what everyone's trying to do is pretty much... At this point, after five years of doing this goddamn podcast, the thing that I've realized is the most important thing in screenwriting. Like, you know, uh, uh, Bill always said that, you know, dialogue doesn't matter. My thing is, I don't think anything matters except 
people's decisions and how they follow through being clearly understood and agreed <laughs> yeah. with by the audience is the only thing that matters. Yeah. You can have a yeah. batshit movie. You can have awful dialogue. You can have really shitty audio. Whatever your thing is, as long as everyone is going along with what the characters yeah. are doing so they know why the next thing matters, that's all you need. I think that's the only trick to screenwriting. Yeah. That's the, 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 the most basic rule of... Inception you know, had a big problem with that, too. Yeah, true. The most basic rule of screenwriting, and if you want to boil down screenwriting and all the things and all the, you know, put save the cat little little idioms and down all that kind of stuff. Down to a tweet. Down to, like, one thing. It's like every scene is about somebody who wants something and they're trying to get it. Yeah. And the scene is over when either they got it or, or, decided or they, they, don't get it. they didn't get it and they're going to go and try another way of getting it. Or they're going to stop wanting it. You know, it's like, but somehow or other, it's about someone who wants something and it's about whether or not they get it. And then that connects you to the next scene, which will also be about somebody who wants something right. and whether or not they get and it. The, and the audience has to understand, has to understand what, what they want. They don't have to understand why they want it even. Like you said, <laughs> it could be like, I really want a Hershey bar. Okay. Well, I have I, to make I get this, it. I have to make this DeLorean drive at a certain speed past a clock house. Yeah. Do I know why exactly? Really? Yeah. No. No. But I believe him and I know why yeah. he wants he that. Really but he wants, wants it. I know he, he wants to get home. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. what he thinks will happen. Exactly. So I want him this. And that's why know. you don't care why, the, why he has to do it that crazy convoluted way because you get the bigger picture. The which example is, I always pull that's up. That's because that's what he has to do. The example I always pull up when I'm talking about that concept of engagement, and it's a very specific thing. It's kind of hard to talk about. But the best example I can think of is when Han shows up at the end of Star Wars. Mm. Yahoo! That moment, the that hits the audience so hard because they understand everything that's going on right before it happens. They know how desperate it is. They know how fucked they are. They understand why Han left in the first place. But they can also understand why. Oh my God, he's back! I knew there was good in him. He's he is yeah. actually not just this you know dickish rogue. He's got a heart of gold too. When he shows back up, the whole audience feels the exact simulation Luke does. That's because they understand everything that everyone wants and they're watching this play out in real time as opposed to being kind of lost the whole time through the movie and when it ended, you didn't exactly know why he did his thing, but you don't think about it so you don't ever realize why it didn't work. It's just sort of like a weird movie. So the- there was a, there's a moment right there where, again, taking that and going like, so what the fuck does Matt Damon want? Matt Damon wants to not die. That's what yeah. Matt Damon wants in this movie. He wants to not die in two days or however much time he's got left. <laughs> That's, That's actually what real Matt Damon wants too. It's, it's really <laughs> enough, yeah. It's, and, and we can all kind of relate to that as a goal, I think. But the thing is, we were just talking about it and I don't think it's in there, but William Fickner, does, does he, did he, or we kind of glossed over it, did he or did he not say or did somebody say, I have to get to Elysium because I've got a fucking bullet hole in me, but they can fix me in a second? Did he say that? Did somebody say that? that? I don't think so. Because no, it's, like, say that. it's like, see again, it's like, he should have said that and Matt Damon will go, that's great. I will, I will, well, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to get you there if I can go too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this mission. Fuck whatever's in your head. That's, I don't care about that shit. It that would have been, it would have been smart of Fickner to go, if you get me to Elysium right now. Get me right to Elysium now, right now. And then, you know, you Charl- whatever you want. And then Charlotte Copley comes blazing in. Yeah. With his rocket that can take you to Elysium. And he's like, nope, I'm a wild card. Fuck y'all. And, and, you know, goes to town and stuff. <laughs> wild card. <laughs> Surprise me. Oh, he played, he yeah. played, he played, wild the, card. He played the wild card. <laughs> but see, but see, but that works. The movie even set that up. He he used to work for it, and everyone's going to assume like, oh, here comes the the Elysium hitman. He's yeah. going to take us all up there. And Sheldon's like, nope, blonde chick pissed me off. I hate you all now. Yeah. You're all dead. So you know that's that would have been the, that would have been a plot point to establish like to reestablish who wants what. And what do they want? Charlotte Copley's pissed at Elysium. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Matt Damon wants to not die of radiation poisoning. And Fickner wants to not die of a bullet wound. That would have been clear, but the movie didn't give us any of that. All right. We all have to be on board of uh, everyone in the within the purview of my voice or within the sound of my voice. <laughs> 
we have to be on board with this. At some point in the near future, we have to start to sort of normally lighting big oil drums on fire in the streets because yeah, I don't know exactly why we do it. We'll figure out why we do it later, but it's in all of these movies. And I, I don't think I've even seen that since the 90s. I, I yeah. was about to it's say, like, that went out of vogue and now it's yeah, back. it's like it's strange back. days, but like here's, here's people another... just lighting trash cans on fire is a thing. I'm just going to jump in here. I know I recognize it's a visual thing, but this always cracks me up just as a visual storytelling issue is... The fact that they're looking at this data scrolling past the screen and go, yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it'll, it'll kill whoever uses it. It's like, what exactly are you looking at on the screen yeah. right now? That's <laughs> what I want to know. You don't have like a screen capture or something. That's my exact thing. It looks like the on, data to me. Because later on, you know, it's, it's in the, the, the room with uh, his, his boss, whoever put him up to this in the first place. And it's scrolling on all the screens. He's like, my God, do you realize what this is? It's like, like well, command P, just print <laughs> yeah, it out. Yeah, exactly. You don't even need to worry about well, any of this. Maybe you well, can, it's the zip file version well, you can't unzip well, it. That's Unzipping thing, will kill you. But they're you. looking at the file. That's yeah. what it was just yeah, like, no, yeah, if all right, it was like, right. we got a file, it's like a zip file. If we open it, it yeah. will erase my hard drive. Yeah. So I'm not going to open it. That's what you want. I was like, did you just uh, see, I think it was a Reddit link. It was like, you know, there's a some Facebook virus or something that's oh, yeah. like, 1.7 kilobytes zipped, but then when you unzip it, it's like a petabyte. 40, 40 it's like petabytes. 40 petabytes. Yeah. 40 petabytes wow. worth of it. It's, so like it's, it's a it's zip that. bomb, it's yeah. called. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I haven't heard of this one. That's cute. And the idea is not even that you'll <laughs> ever get it open. It's that when your computer starts scanning it, as it does for all those zips, it, it scans until it, it just catches fire. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> nice. Zip. <laughs> wow. Oops. Wow. Yeah. That's nasty. This zip has reached critical mass. The also thing, a problem is splitting kind of the audience sympathy in the sense of we have Matt Damon and he's going to die unless he gets to the thing. And we also have Matt Damon's love interests slash her daughter that is also yeah. has to be saved. Another right? thing I pretty it, much completely forgot about. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's a yeah. whole thing with the girl and a leg and this world is just full but of it's, little it's, sick little girls. It's kind of redundant, right? Yeah. I mean, well, it's not redundant in the fact that you, you would expect there would be a final showdown about, there's only eight seconds and somebody has to go in the machine. It's the girl, not me. I'll die. You know, something. Sure. It's like, sure. Yeah. Some, you know, that's, that, that was where it was, you know, that's why you do that is because you want to, at some point, Matt Damon, again, who we are told his motivation is, I don't want to die. Matt Damon doesn't want to bring down Elysium. Matt Damon doesn't want to be president of Elysium. He'll, he'll do any of those things. He'll if do it helps any him of those die. things to not die of radiation poisoning. That's what he wants. So, you know, there's, there's, there's you want to see a moment where if you want to, you know, do the, do the chosen one trope where he learned to be a better person where he lets someone else use the machine instead of himself. Yes. You contrive that situation. Where it's, you know, it's only got one charge in it. Okay, put your daughter in and I'll drop dead. Or something, you know, yeah. whatever. It's it, like, wow, it's just you saying that right now reminding me that, honestly, I don't think Matt Damon's character has any character. because no, he because they go out of just their way to show... He doesn't have anything at all. I mean, they, I'm they, okay with that. They even do the scene where... where She's like, she's like, will you be nice to me? And he's like, no, because I'm Matt Damon. And <laughs> yeah. he leaves. And it's like, okay, th- you have to flip that on its head yeah. eventually. And and it never does because no, he does. Well, he, does. he well, well he the does, moment you're talking well, about, well, he does, he, he does, but it's in a different room. And he says, tell your daughter that I liked her story. Right. And dramatically, it just is a big mush instead of something really direct and clean and obvious. It's a draft thing, man. And she yeah. and it's like need another draft. She ends up. They end up almost at the, the annoying thing is the, that the, the movie even goes out of its way 
to act like it's trying to contrive that situation. Like she yeah. gets kidnapped by Copley. She and the daughter and they're both up there anyway. Yeah. And there's the whole and yeah. then they don't do anything with it. Well, yeah, again, it's like it feels like the movie wanted somewhere in the DNA of the movie. What it wanted was for Matt Damon to go. Great. Whatever. T- all I want is a ticket to Elysium mm-hmm. myself. Oh, they've got my friend and her daughter. Uh, instead of going over here and making a deal with Jodie Foster who wants the thing that I have (laughs) I'm going to save my friend and a daughter instead and blow my deal with Jodie Foster and blow my chance at being saved and maybe still save myself at the end but no it it doesn't work again the third uh, act. I'm, I'm uh, saying, any of these things. And, and like, these you're, things. As you're saying that, um, my brain is going. Surely this movie did that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those. Wasn't those that what happened in the third act? No. It was just Shelter <laughs> Copley punched a bunch of people. And and let's not forget that all of the shit you just said in no way affects what is ostensibly the the deeper <laughs> reason that this movie exists to say yeah. something about the inequality and and 99 percent versus one well, percent. Well, here's the thing. What's the thing? I, I'm okay with that. It's like again. This movie is fine as long as we don't have the coda where suddenly the magic ripcord is pulled and everyone gets health care and you get health care and you get health care and you get health care. If it stayed about here's a fucked up situation where only the people up here can be healthy and it's all about a guy who says, I want to not die and I want to get in the health machine. But he ends up sacrificing himself for his friend's daughter to get in the health machine instead and leave it at that. That's beautiful. Don't solve the world's problems (laughs) because you can't in any realistic scenario. That's what it is. This is the joke version of Back to the Future that we always talk about where these days Back to the Future would be about how Marty has to save the world, not just make sure his his parents get together and make it back to his own time. This this is the version of this own movie where it's about saving the world. And that could well, I I will give Blumkamp the benefit of the doubt that he got a green light because some studio executive said now if you can just make it affect the whole world I'll, I'll give you your 17 million or whatever it was I, I have no problem believing that's the case Mike what was your thing uh, no I was just because going ev- to agree with that because everything that makes this movie stupid is all the stuff that justifies that happening and now everyone's a citizen yeah. and everyone gets a monster and everyone gets a robot and you get a lion and, and, and everything is fine yeah and everything is wonderful that would have been that would have been I would yeah that would have been awesome because <laughs> because it's so much because then you're saying the then you're making a comment about the 99 versus one percent just by telling that story then the comment is well you just gotta go along because what are you gonna do about it <laughs> like yeah. just just try and or just saying that yeah, just make it like yeah. a dark statement about how like eh, you know statistics don't matter to the individual yeah yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. it's like he can't, he's not bringing down the system because he can't he's just trying to help the people that he can he's oh. maneuvering in a fucked up world yeah. not solving the world yeah Hmm. Yeah, you you could do that too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is not. I mean, many, not, pr- many not perfectly uplifting. good movies have been made that yeah. were just that. I'm this, just saying. This is a movie about, like, this is like Ocean's Eleven. This is a movie about someone walking into a casino, yeah. and making gambling not unfair. Okay, now can he just As, end gambling forever and yeah. make Vegas yeah. a, a can party? He make the a casinos playground for just kids? like hemorrhage money into everyone's pockets. No, no, no. Make just make the movie about how like his friend has a gambling addiction <laughs> and he just walked into Bally's. Come back and get him real quick. That's all. Get <laughs> yeah. him out. That's the whole story. If you can get him out of, and that it's all about. Well, I was just going to get my friend out, but then I met the manager of Bally's, and he was a dick. And so I, I'm going to mess up Bally's now. And so I realized, I'm going to bring the whole fucking place <laughs> yeah, down. Exactly. Because when I was a kid yeah. at my Bible school preschool, <laughs> yeah. I was told that I would one day one undo day. casinos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was the chosen ungambler. And then that movie ends with a with a uh, 
you know, Tyler Durden, all of the casinos in Vegas are all dynamited and collapsing. Like, and well, you could, that was more than I was really going for. <laughs> and you can use okay. just like stock footage, like, oh, there goes the sand, exactly. the Aladdin, and all these. That's just what the happened. The original thing. Just like all the demolished casinos falling apart in so, our movie. Okay, so at this point, Matt Damon is hijacking the heavily armed crazy man because he wants to go to Elysium or he's trying to get his friends back. He's just trying to escape. Kate? No, he's trying to draw. The, no, he, <laughs> well, right I, now he's trying to draw them the away problem. from his okay. girlfriend. He's trying to yeah, draw them away from okay, his girlfriend. So it is, it which is somehow, somehow, they did not see what building he came out of or anything. But yeah. somehow they track her down. Well, that's, yeah, the, the tracking abilities go off and on because sometimes from from space they can go, they can get your name. Yeah, like that's him. But then they can lose you if you lie down under pigs. Yeah, and <laughs> and they don't know which one you are. Well, that's we were talking about video games is based on clearly Assassin's Creed right there. Yeah, yeah right. stop it. So it's like, well, you jump into a pile of hay for three seconds. They're like, I don't know where uh, yeah. you're gonna be. They're, they're right there. Yeah. They're right next to the hay. And they're like, well, better just go home. Well, if we're giving that shit, we have to give Marion shit for jumping into the like the laundry hamper. In <laughs> I think I think arc. even the movie is like, what was she thinking? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then of course the monkey's just a dick. So. This uh, this is a great villain scene. It yeah. is. It's great. Listen, this guy, and Charles took this guy so much the, intensity. This guy being the force of nature is like this guy isn't a functioning government. I'm okay with him being just batshit crazy. That's yeah. fine. He's he's and he's, he's Tyler Durden. He's the one yeah. who and he's the one who most even pretends to act like a human being in this scene. Yeah, yeah. he he does exactly what you would expect like Jodie Foster's character yeah. to do in a sense like a facade, totally fucking evil, but with this facade of you know politeness and genteelness yeah. and I don't want to upset your daughter, so close yeah. your eyes, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's messed up. It's weird because I was I, I knew that Charlotte was in this movie. I knew that he is Blomkamp's friend. I knew all those things were going to happen. And I was at this point, the first time I watched it, still waiting to see when Charlotte was going to show up because I didn't recognize him in this beardy role the whole time wow. with his face and his like his dark contacts and his greasy, sad Max hair. I just never realized, oh, my God, that's Vicus and or <laughs> yeah. Riggs. Yeah. Yeah. Was he Riggs in 18? Whatever. Remember. He was. He was in Reginald it. Barkley. Who, yeah. Yeah. What movie was that? He was in the A-team. A-team. He was in the A-Team. The A-Team. Oh my he, God. he was the... Um, Charles Toes in that film. <laughs> no God, one knew what, what's the actor's who name? he was. Nobody saw. <laughs> made no money. <laughs> yeah, well, he's great. He's an awesome actor, especially... And he's not an actor. That's Yeah, the, that's wasn't his video, thing right? from District yeah. 9 that he was just like Blomkamp's buddy? I, I, yeah. He's those, I'm always, amazing. I'm always sort of two of those stories. I know Nick Frost legitimately wasn't an actor. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, Jay Muse wasn't an actor. Nick Frost is better. Is Charlton one of those guys, or was he like he actually was an actor? I think like he was because, like, we really always said that about Daniel Radcliffe, but it turns out he had been no. in like two features before. No, that. I think that's right. I think he was. I think he was just like um, like a, like a, a producer, wasn't he? He, I think so. I think uh, casting I think guy or something. He was crazy. a he was a buddy of Blomkamp's, and and Blomkamp was just like, dude, I have to. You have to do this. Please do this mm. for me. With your doofy smile and your affable behavior, you'll be great in my film, District 9. Cut to five years later. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Charlto. <laughs> yeah, damn. Damn, dude. He's also, great. you know, you for what it's worth, with Matt Damon. Okay. I forget yeah. if, if this character is Rico, or whatever his name is, but the sort of charming, unassailable gang leader guy <laughs> with, with the... Yeah. Like, he is basically... I was telling Chloe, like, he is the sort of Mexican DJ Qualls in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he totally is. Where he can hack the planet, and he's got his hot pockets. This is... 
this is basically what it's like if you go to Guillermo del Toro's house. It's like yeah. this. It's exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bunch of Dresden paintings instead yeah, of the monitors, yeah. but otherwise it's And the then same they thing. strap you to a table and they put machines on you. It's, it's a wild weekend. It's a, if you get a chance, you and should And you look go. up at Guillermo and says it's going to hurt and he goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, homie. Oh, boy, is it ever. <laughs> but, you know, you kind of go, oh, let's go with it. It sounds fun. Man, I'm going to have a great story for my blog. And he keeps lighting all those trash cans on fire. I what, like, what if it really in the future it is really is just one guy running around going yeah. <laughs> I just I've just always loved those movies I just want the barrels to be a thing I feel like the I feel like the barrel oil drum thing was really cool <laughs> I'm just really into barrels man and it's this like closed time loop where you can't kill your own grandfather <laughs> like all those movies were about the future where this had already happened because the guy saw those movies and he just lights the barrels on fire there you go awesome that, that's a good premise for a movie is you have to go like there, there's a guy who goes backwards in time but the only history he wants to change is the barrels like he wants to bring about yeah. the fires in the barrels in the future because so he goes back in time to create that it's such a great thing to see out of focus sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that's sort of i was reminded of that the other day when there was some new mandate for Google employees where it said, just think of the most futuristic shit you can invent and start inventing that for funsies, which, you know, Google has many mottos and none of them really ever are appropriate. But I thought that was awesome where it's Google doing the exact same thing. Where it's like, just invent some sci-fi shit. Like, think of all the technology we have. Do like 0.2% more than that and come back to me with your idea. That's awesome. I'm glad there's a corporation going. Can you think of something Star Trekky? <laughs> come back to me. We need something for next summer. Yeah. Something to change the course of history if you get the guys working on that yeah so now he's seeing all of the code yeah exactly so forget, Blonde, brunette, they're like redhead and again and no one's dead for some reason yeah, even no though it's been transferred can, twice now they can't copy paste they yeah. can't print it they yeah, can't do just, it's <laughs> bullshit. they can't set up a video camera in front of all this <laughs> yeah, <shit. right. laughs> there can't be some guy there with a notepad yeah and, and if uh, you actually look i mean it always is but if you actually look at it it's exceptional gibberish well, actually, there's a whole website now that's all about a guy who actually figures out what the code is uh-huh. because people don't sit and write 10,000 pages of random code for movies. They just get code. Yeah. So there's a, there's a page that where the guy has figured out I, this yeah. is actually the assembler code from the E.T. game for Nintendo. It's yeah. crazy how he can actually decipher from all these different movies what the code was that someone just grabbed and threw on the screen. It's hilarious. It's just like um, there's the in uh, Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, the, the, the one with the whales, uh, Voyage Home. There's the sound of the of the probe. It's like that's packet radio. That's that's a new kind of, of huh. shortwave radio. That's like a, a, instead it's, of it's, it's like a modem communication. Exactly. It's like it's not keying with a telegraph. It's actually a digital communication for for ham radio operators. Someone actually isolated that and just deciphered the signal and figured out who was talking to whom. Like it's a guy <laughs> in Anchorage, Alaska, who was broadcasting to so and so. And it's like it's because it's got their call signals are in there. So it's all about someone just heard that bit of code and said that's packet radio. They immediately knew what that sound was. It's like if you heard a modem tone, you would know what that was. And the, so do they, do they the play it underwater? Water, I hope to. Yeah, I don't know if they did that yeah. or not. But there's a. I, I can't remember the name of the site, but there's a site I just saw it last week where a guy literally will freeze frame movies and try and decipher where they got the code that's on the screen. And often not what it's, it yeah. means. And but often like, it's no, a, surely this is often something. it's a real world location. Yeah, literally. But like they just they just took the the stuff from like my first coding. It's like this is the first block of code yeah. from you know Hello how world. to learn Python. Yeah. Your first yeah. if that's well, statement. I mean, yeah. on the same subject though, with this director Lisberger who just did Tron Legacy before this, there was a whole bunch what? of no. Is it? Oh, Kaczynski. Oh, Oblivion. Lisberger did the original. I was connecting in the next movie, not this movie. Anyway, in Tron Legacy, the a lot of the code and the uh, simulations and stuff like that, and the uh, the interfaces, they put a lot of just, like particular time into that. 
I don't remember if it was because it was Tron Legacy and they wanted to make sure that the sort of electronic shit was all right, or if it was just some interesting like tech soup was like, well, I know a guy who codes, so I'll have him write real code for this question mark. How about that? Uh, but I know that in Tron Legacy, as opposed to all these other movies we're talking about, they they went out of their way to do that. Well, I feel like if you're making Tron, you know, like oh, people gonna are going to be looking at this yeah. a little yeah. harder. If than chat usual. Room, thank <laughs> you for reminding me, Sparkle Tone, because we never have the audio for these things when we're watching it. In the chat, they say favorite thing about this movie in the future. We listen to burial and dubstep, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was noticing that last night. Again, it's, just, it's about the present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the score is just like wub 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 wub. Okay, yeah, so... So at least, okay, I kind of get what people are doing here. Matt yeah. Damon wants to go to space this and is get the, his cancer cured. This is the first scene in 30 minutes that's worked for me. Yeah. I, I get this moment and where it's Copley, like... And Copley's like, yeah, I would like to The weird mercenary go, guy. I want to go up there too and fuck with that uh, crazy bitch who uh, fired me. And so. she'll she'll get... We'll go through because they yeah. want you. Yeah. So... So it's all good. You do that and I go shoot everyone and you can lie in the toaster. And so eventually now, we now find out that... they want to get to move to the next phase. Hey, we had a scene that worked. All right, yay. Yeah. So he's, I, yeah, I so, don't understand so he's, why they're there. But so he's got, okay. well, he, they were they were the bait to bring him in so Charlotte could get to Elysium. That's fine because of this fucking contrived thing where somehow Elysium has stopped everyone from flying without ever saying, "How do you stop everyone from flying? Did you broadcast the don't anyone fly signal?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because they talk about how no one can leave the planet because Elysium has shut down all flying right. with their vast air force. No, yeah. I don't think it's so. like that's true. It's like wait a second. So the guy who shut who the guy there that's responsible for not flying is that guy. Yeah, he's the only one who yeah. appears to bring down. He's the one they don't want to come to Elysium. His name is Jerry. We don't. We may not see it, but you don't necessarily. We don't know that for sure. There could be a robot Air Force out there that is yeah. <laughs> shooting somebody down. Sure, that we just don't yeah, see. it could be. Yeah, that's, again, it's about now. This whole idea is like we can't fly to Elysium. Yeah. It's like everyone's everyone's got a fucking rocket ship in their backyard, and you can see Elysium. Yeah. So it's not like it's a tricky navigational problem. So it's literally just like hopping in the family van in this world if you have one of those gizmos, and there's hundreds of them because these guys had three they just sent up last week to get blown up. So it's again like. Yeah, just, it, they're, 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 the is yeah, It's just a plot point for no good reason that has no justification, and no one gave it a reason to exist. It, it would have been nice to have some See, kind these of. These guys have got one. Why didn't they fly to Elysium? Because Elysium has canceled. Elysium all said no. Elysium said we can't. It would have been nice to have a line somewhere in there, be like, yeah, so we we sent those three ships, but you know, it, it's been six months since we were able to even do that, or three <laughs> well, years, then or they whatever. Would negate the thing where they're about to send up a bunch oh, of yeah. ships. And here's the. Yeah. Here's, our Here's the incredibly, uh, again, this really bothered me because it's like, okay, Charlotte Copley is getting everything he wants right now, and he decides to fuck it up <laughs> yeah. by attacking Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just for a dr- just because yeah. it's more dramatic <laughs> to a have A second it ago, in that scene I said I liked, one of the things about it you should notice is that all three of the main characters in this film, the two bad guys and the good guy, all three of them want the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's a plot problem. Yeah. If the wild anarchistic mercenary, the stick up her ass evildoer president lady, and the, you know, schm- the, the guy caught in the middle. The, the guy caught in the middle. All three of them want guy caught in the middle to make it to Elysium <laughs> safely. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's not necessarily. Well, yeah. Well, uh, that's happening right and now. And then Charlotte decides, wait, I don't. I think I do. I don't. I don't. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, well, I mean, those kinds of moments can work yeah. as long as someone, certainly like the, the 
you know, the guy caught in the middle is going, this well, can't be good for me that we all right, want exactly. this. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. well, not to be this guy on the yeah, internet. But Matt in Damon a, should have like, wait, this stinks. Something's right, right, fucked yeah. up. Not to be this guy on the internet, but in a Joss Whedon script, that's the moment where they call it out and they're like, Hmm. And it's like this funny, like it, basically they're all on the ship going to Elysium, and elevator music is playing, like comedy yeah. elevator. And everyone's just like they're like looking at each other, like so. This is awkward. And we all kind of want the same thing like, right now. Would you like a mimosa? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And he's like, wait, wait, what are you guys doing? What are you talking Remember about? Remember when you shot at me earlier? That was a great shot, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how long until we get there? Uh, so yeah. uh, first of all, this crash was practical. Yeah. They yeah. Actually yeah. Shot a miniature. Yeah. Talk to me Beautiful. about effects because this is all gorgeous. They, this and is they a miniature. About the Bake Off as well. This is covering the Bake This was in the Bake Off and did not get nominated. And I think that's a crime. I think this was deserved to be a nominee for the Oscar. Charlotte's face getting blown off also practical yeah. by the way. Yeah. They, and, did, and, they did that yeah. with a dummy. Oh my god. That, that's oh. how yeah. That's, you said, no, hey, hey, Charlotte is a very intelligent that, man. That's why it looks <laughs> good. Until you got to dummy I was like <gasps> no, that's horrifying. You, you know what would have been actually a, a great moment that, that didn't have to, uh, to uh, you know have people make bad decisions for no reason like the bad guys like you know what I'm gonna fight you even though we're five feet away from landing <laughs> yeah if, and you have a bomb in your yeah, hand if if Matt Damon went yeah I don't like this boom yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's like I'm gonna get out of this as quickly yeah. as possible or he just or he instigated it where he's like hey, wait 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 stop don't land and they're like yeah. no we're just gonna land he goes no don't land and they were like they tried to like oh fuck he's twigged us and they try yeah. to get the bomb even if it's just they shitty try to get yeah. the bomb from him even know? if it's just shitty luck like they hit a pocket of turbulence or space well, turbulence I, or something it's better in a and plot it, if the character motivates it, things it at, is but I mean there's point. also something to be said for shitty luck true <laughs> but but I like but what going back to what Teague is saying it's like all three of us want the same thing and Matt Damon goes wait a second wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, no, not yeah. that's true if it was this easy how come we yeah. what, what's going on now now there's another thing now we're, we're gonna get into the fucking facial reconstruction thing oh my god <laughs> Good I Lord. thought he was. I thought he was out of the movie. Yeah, I did, I too. did too. I gave the movie the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I was like, "Well, that was a bold choice." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you was just, a really bold you just choice. Blew the villain's face clean off, <laughs> yeah. and that's wow. Awesome. Serves you right, motherfucker. Well, it, All right. It, yeah, I bought it because ultimately he's the lieutenant, not the villain. Exactly. So you know, Jodie Foster is the, the ultimate. The boss villain. fight is clearly going to be Jodie Foster yeah. somehow. So you know, Jodie Foster and her league of of robot uh, minions. You yeah. know, like. But no, no, it's just going to be him again after we bring him back from the dead. But, you know, more on that in a second. But, uh, yeah, the fact his whole face is blown up. But he's not dead, so yeah. well, he's good to go. I guess, I guess. Uh, it's also like there's like half an hour between when yeah. his face is blown off and he gets to the yeah. mid bay. So, well, we kind of read which, that story which, about which, the chicken who's. Uh, yeah, really. He lived with his head cut off yeah. for weeks. They would just put grain down his neck. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, Charlton. Here you go, Charlton. <laughs> You're right. Chewing tobacco is not a safe substitute. <laughs> 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 oh, she goes within inches, too. And it gets like, you bitch, don't put your daughter in the healing machine because reasons. Yeah, it's literally, and, and this isn't even somebody's house. This is like the one that they show to people who are yes, going to move to Elysium. It's not even <laughs> it's the model house. This is the model house that they landed at. <laughs> this is the demo. I don't know why that exists. I don't know how the, but okay. Yeah, it's not like real estate can be a really big business on Elysium. Yeah. I just don't see how. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of new properties. How great, of a, how great of a moment would it have been? If there if, were people in there. If well, she's no, no, busting no, into no, no. a party. Sure, that too. <laughs> no, I was going to say, she turns around and goes, please, please, she's sick. Just let her do this thing. And he goes, okay. Yeah. And then he does it. And then he shoots her. Yeah. And yeah. incapacitates her to take her back. That actually would have been a really bold choice too. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, sure. Of course, I'm not a monster. I'm just yeah. a mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> 
Isn't that insane? It's like, yeah, it's like he tased her because she wanted to use the toilet. In yeah, the exactly. <laughs> Please, if I could just have a mint. Bang! Yeah. And by the way, who? If it's the model home, why did they? Ha- why is it hooked up? Why that could have been the moment where he, oh, where he's like, oh yeah, where he's like, it's a dummy. Okay, go ahead. And it's like the pla- it's and like, it doesn't even it's work. Like the plastic TVs yeah. in IKEA that are just hollow yeah. shells. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, well, that's rotten luck, isn't it? That's, Let's go. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a really that's, good movie. That, that, that whole exchange. That's like yeah. a whole like there's yeah. a three beat fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, man, that's man. great. It's like yeah, go ahead. You know, the bip, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the demo model. Sorry, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I was I I let you, but that's you yeah. know well, sucks. Out of out of the twelve million <laughs> homes we could have crashed yeah. next to, you had to. That pick the sucks one ass. The let's go now. You know, not to get so nitpicky about it, but just as an idle observation, we can sort of tell based on the scale of the world between the two walls on Elysium at any particular point on the ring. How big that ring is, and the answer is, I don't know, maybe like maybe like a fifteen it, mile ring or something like it's that. A, it's it's a, it's, I th- I think it was like it's like two. It, they did it in kilometers, but it's like the circumference is like forty kilometers. Right. It's, it's like it's big. like it's like ten miles across. Yeah. Or in that case, or be, uh, about or ten yeah, kilometers yeah. across. But whatever. It's about that size. That's fine. Sure. And I love the visuals we get from Earth, where we see the lightning mode sort of ring in the sky thing that looks really awesome. Those shots are all beautiful, except you would the see scale it. is. Yeah, you wouldn't. You literally wouldn't see it. Maybe you would see. Of course, like, you would. Like, see maybe it. you would see like a little bright no, you spot. See you no. can see the ISS, but you see a little not during but, daylight. Well, hold on, but <laughs> but more specifically, you see the ISS as a dot sometimes, and they're seeing like this big crystal clear ring in the sky, like it's the size of the moon. It's like it's actually eh. it's actually larger in the moon is in real life. It's not as large as the moon looks in movies or in photographs. But if so you actually go moon. out and really look at the moon and do the thing that Tom Hanks does, the put th- your thumb, thumb up to thing. it, even if. <coughs> oh my god he got taken by the cough oh god no uh even, even when the even when the moon is close to the horizon and it looks in your brain it's a tiny enormous, little part of the sky put put your thumb up again do that and do that also when it's straight up in the sky it's not that large of a it's different in, in and it's case, very very small you the the 15 mile what we there we go. Like the, 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 there we the, go the diameter would be like magic beard i like i do like it it's i like that the awful like rebuilding yeah like yeah. uh, I mean, to, to, old old school stop motiony look of the effect to take the magic beaniness of it and just put it right in our faces. Pardon the expression, like this, so extremely like, yeah, I could fucking do anything. This machine, yeah. it's like it actually could just put your face back on in eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Really, beard and, and, and all, and yeah. quaff and shampoo your beard. Exactly. Yeah. I like the fact that he doesn't have his implants anymore because you know, at least it puts you back like genetically yeah. correct and not like. But then, why would you have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> he should. I think that would be so messed up if he had like if the heel line was yeah. like he had full beard and then no no beard no yeah that would have been a great makeup job yeah in any case i feel like the movie version of elysium that we see from earth looking up is not accurate no that's fine it's fine like i said it's a nitpicky thing it's just well, it's romantic it would be so tiny. my, well, my, my the, thing is i i agree with you well and how the, far out in orbit would it be it would be in near Earth. It only yeah. takes them like five minutes to get there. If it's in, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, if who it's knows in orbit, the then the ISS are. is in orbit. Yeah, you can see well, it depends ISS. on what kind of orbit. Um, yeah, presumably it, it's a slightly higher orbit. But, well, presumably, but now we're getting most, into like you know, just does Elysium make any sense from orbital mechanics standpoint? Yeah. yeah, we're doing armchair physics. Well, yeah. most likely they would put it at the L one Lagrange point, which is the point in space where the gravity of the Moon and the Earth balance each other out. Uh, that is the spot, and there's a bunch of they're basically mathematical spots of where orbits balance. Yeah. Uh, depending on there are five for any given two bodies it, yeah well uh, gravitational bodies and three bodies 
Because two of the Lagrange points involve the sun. So I think they're three body problems. Possibly. I, uh, anyway, whatever. Anyway, the, the basic point being... <laughs> when you're that, spinning that a was good ball, though, that was, billiard ball, there's that a balance point. That was good nerdery, you guys. That was well done. The, the point being, because they're kind of like balance points, they take the least amount of fuel to stay in that spot. So yeah. they're very you're fuel efficient. You're in perfect balance moment between the gravity of one thing and the gravity of the other. You're at yep. the weakest point, and if you can just sort of stay there, it requires the least amount of fuel to stay actively in the right spot. Whenever we do get around to building giant massive space stations that are going to be there forever... That's where we're going to build them at the Lagrange points. And yeah, Lagrange, basically like that ZZ Top song, was the last name of a dude who figured out all the little balance points between these gravitational three body systems. Yep. And the reason the ISS isn't there is because it takes more energy to get there in the first place, and we're still pretty bad at space, all things considered. God, we're so bad at space. Suck at space, you guys. In the grand scheme of things, we're still pretty bad at it. (laughs) We're okay. still pretty new at last it. Night, yeah. I was, also last true. night, I was struck by how violent that is. That's nasty. I was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty effective way to kill someone right there. <laughs> if you just take the, like, the quick slashing glass at the jugular shot, it doesn't have to be a big flashy kill moment. It just has to be like, zip. yep. Yeah, now this, now. this, you're right. I have no idea how he knows what he knows right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was a setup. This was a setup that I thought, and I was talking about adding a scene. This was like, well, I thought, okay, I can see this setup coming and I like this setup. I like what they're setting up now. This is great. <coughs> and then it wasn't a setup. They just didn't do it, which is the fact that they just put this guy's face back on with the quick little justification. Like, well, he's not dead, so it's totally cool. It's like, I was waiting. I was like, I wanted to like, I was waiting for like through the credits going, yeah. surely they're going to do this. Yeah, me it's too. like Jodie Foster wakes up in a machine and they're like, you don't get away that easy, Miss Criminal. Yeah. You know, that was like, how do you not do that? They blew off his face fucking face yeah why do you not reanimate her in a machine and go and now it's time for your trial if we're saying that somehow magically not a catastrophic blood loss event from which you cannot recover you slashed her jugular her face was fine like it was way (laughs) easier to save Yeah, exactly the fact that okay she's blacked out from loss of blood but she's not she's not totally dead even if she's dead and her you know it's like when you fall into a ice uh, lake you know you're your brain still has, you know, a certain yeah. amount of activity left, even after your heart stops beating. Yeah, again, it's like, you know, well, of course, we're getting, we're, t- we're talking about a pretty magical machine yeah, now, yeah. you guys. But the 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 concept of, and also just dramatically, it's like, hey, and that's what, and that's it, <laughs> and she just dead, and, and she's that's dead. It, now. The, the lieutenant kills the the actual boss, yeah, and then so now we just have a boss fight where two guys with power suits just punch each other until they run out of money, and I just yeah. like what? dramatically, <laughs> I just don't get it. In the chat room, Doc Sub says, "Wait a second, why does he kill her?" And given what just happened to him. <laughs> Yeah. Why doesn't he stab her in the brain? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. I hope no one gets her to one of these machines that everyone has. Maybe she- And is apparently or, in the same room on the other side of the yeah, door. Exactly. Or a whole other plot point of now, now someone now now Matt Damon has to like get Jodie Foster to a machine yeah. to create to then be able to do X. Now to avoid- so then it's the little girl or Jodie Foster. Exactly. Whoa. Oh. And then Jodie Foster goes, No, do it with the girl. And then oh. she gets her redemption and dies. Ah, so many things. Trains like story larping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Matt Damon's like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> she, Elliot Smith, Wait. credits. Yeah. No, just to avoid rewriting history, though, it's bear- it bears notice that we had a lot of the same sort of things to say about the third act of District Nine when we did the District Nine commentary. Uh, after we got off our whole corporate rant, yeah, uh, we were talking about how the third act of District Nine just sort of mindlessly devolves into a sort of hackneyed action sequence until credits roll, and that's a huge. Bump were then Weird. too uh but just so it said we we had this problem with his previous movie that we also tend to like more why do wait why do we give district nine it was sim- I, I think we give it because I think you we still give it understood what it was about one guy and what he wanted which is i don't ah. want to be a monster anymore yeah and also as his first movie you give it more leeway and i, th- yeah. I think this is the leeway we gave it of 
it's not perfect and yeah the third but act is a little shit, bit troubled this guy. but ho- yeah. where did this guy come from yeah sure and it didn't it, like like trey said it didn't lose track of what it was about whereas this is just all over the map mike if you were going to do a polish on the script what would you make it about ponies um, yeah <laughs> if you say ponies you lose a testicle <laughs> yeah but there's the machine so i'm fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i hate everybody I, <laughs> yeah i th- i think i mean obviously there's the income inequality thing but it's well, it's what, about like, it's about matt damon learning not to be so selfish it's about him him because everybody's everybody has to be there's an aspect of everybody who's kind of out for themselves in this world you know the the one percent is out to, to hold on to everything they've got and the 99 percent are all like i you know we want what they the, have the one yeah the one percent is like i got mine jack and the the 99 percent is like i barely got anything but i'm keeping it jack you know and so matt damon is kind of someone who needs to he, he, he sees his, both sides and arrives in the middle. His journey, yeah, his journey is to go. You know what? The only way that this is going to this could ever get solved is if we all stop being like this, and so makes and kind of a difference that way. And I like, I, I even like the idea of even uh, that Jodie Foster moment. She's the one who's like, no, put the girl in because it's like I can blow them up if they're over there. If I got to look in her face, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I do, it. do it. And that, and that goes all the way back to her motivation. Where yeah. I would have loved to seen Jodie Foster's character being under the thumb of this civilization like everyone else like it's your job yeah she has to do the to, dirty work for to the blow the kids out of the sky yeah. that's your job and the president is otherwise like, you go down and there cool. and that's the cool. pre- you cool. know the president is the one who's like on on her ass yeah. going you know they I almost made it they it. almost yeah. made it and she was like well gee it wasn't it was like it was a bunch of re- they, don't, they didn't want to like steal stuff they just went look your job is your job biatch yeah. You know, so the idea yeah, that, as opposed yeah. to instead of instead of why did you blow them out of the sky? Yeah. Why did you hesitate until yeah. they got that? Because because it almost they almost got here. Yeah. Go, what the hell? You're supposed to kill babies from so much farther yeah. away. I thought you had a guy on the ground that could stop them from leaving and yeah. all that with shit. a surface to I, vacuum missile. Come I on. had to watch the babies dying. I pay yeah. you so I don't have to watch exactly. the babies die. Exactly. Awesome. And that, that and that's the that, and that's the true and proper analogy to our civilization yeah. right yes. now is. We all love to eat the hamburger, but we don't want to go to the slaughterhouse because yeah. fuck that. So it's all about, you know, we all live a life of privilege. I've, I've, I've watched those videos and now I don't eat hamburgers. Exactly. <laughs> we, all, we all live a life of privilege and not one of us is going to go right after we record this episode. We're all going down to Mexico City and help those people who yeah. live in a fucking pile of garbage. We don't do that either. Yeah. This no. whole time, by the way, <laughs> right. when you were talking, I was sort of reluctantly thinking to myself, what? So like now this story isn't even about Matt Damon until I realized, holy shit, this story should be about Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah. This should be if you want to do a movie about the tension between the reality of the one percent and the ninety nine percent. You don't take someone from either side. You take someone who has to actively hold the line. No. Yeah. No, this, yeah, this is what I this is what I was also saying. This is what I would think make the Hunger Games books at least much more interesting. Didn't it, see that coming. Digital games <laughs> twist is if you focus them more on and the the character arc that you were really following was Effie Trinkets. And mm. she starts the story yeah, as Effie Trinket. Yeah. And she's like trying to do her job and she lives in her nice little bubble. And as she follows along with Katniss and everybody else. And meets a million kids she has to kill. <laughs> and yeah. she goes, wow, I'm part, I'm part of a really part fucked of, up thing. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's, that is a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern version <laughs> wow. that somebody ought to do. Effie's in her life. Yeah. That would be fantastic. To, to answer your question from my perspective, I would make Elysium about what I, what I feel like economically is the basic problem that we are now. Yeah 
dealing with as a planet and a society and that is going to be a bigger deal as we move into the future oh beanie babies lost their value yes <laughs> yes well actually sort of that kind what? of is relevant <laughs> that that it's, is no i see exactly yeah, yeah. what he's saying too and i'm so glad you said that because because w- since the dawn of human history, we have lived in environments where scarcity was imposed upon us, right? Oh, my God. No, go on. No, <laughs> no. no. joke works. Yeah, yeah it, no, does. Totally it does. It does. Up until like maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, we have lit, we have all worked all day, every day because we had to to survive. And now just in the past few decades, we have now built for ourselves, at least some of us have built a world. Yeah, we built for some of us. <laughs> for some of us, yes. And that's part of this as well. But we've built for some of us a world in which we don't longer have to do that. But we still, because we're very slow to change, think that we all have to work all day, every day to survive, even though most of the jobs that most of us have are complete and utter bullshit. And it's just busy work. You, I, I matter, you have to have a job. Most, yes. most of the jobs are automated and we fight that. Yes. <laughs> because we think we have to do them. We push paper back and yeah, forth exactly. to tell the robots what to do yeah. because we, quote unquote, have right. to have a job to survive. Are you a person? Persons have jobs. Go get yes. a job. And if I, you don't I, have I a job, you way, don't deserve to I'd eat. I say the other way. It's like we have a society that has enough wealth that shitbags like us who don't work very hard can survive our yeah. whole lives. This, oh, dude, that's, that's another <laughs> phrase. That's another shade of it. By the way, but if, anyway, if you're, if you're I, listening to this episode and not watching the movie, the robots are punching. It the robots, robots are punching. Are punching. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, which, so which I think looks, th- this sequence looks better than it did in theaters. It does. It's the size Brian, of the take it back I'm to Beanie sure. Babies. So, yeah, no. so anyway, so because we are scared of change and because people who have uh, have a lot of things want to say, uh, remain in a world in which they have a lot of things, we're now living in what's slowly turning into what's called a post-scarcity economy in which we don't need to arti- we don't have those limits anymore but we're still artificially creating those limits for things to keep their values so we live in sort of the same structure that we've lived in up to this point so well that we're, I, I mean that's in where a lot the- of in a lot of facets of our economy you see things where people there's no actual scarcity involved anymore but people create an artificial scarcity in order to create that economic system i mean i think that's part of where you know going back to what this this movie is sort of trying to do the real world healthcare issues that yes. we're dealing with in just in the united yeah. states people fighting that there is no rational reason for them to be fighting it the way they yes, are exactly. the reason that they're fighting it is i can only define myself by what i have and they don't yeah. like yeah. that's well, the that only is, way that i the can fact define or, my or they're the people who are creating the scarcity that too. to improve their wealth that too which it's, is exactly what health insurance well, companies are doing there's yes. that aspect but there's the aspect below it where it's like it's not it, it is not helping you to to keep this system in place why are you fighting for the system and no. it's like well because i eh, i don't want them to have what i have which even if the, what i have is shitty i don't want them to have it too because then i got nothing which is the real absurdity of all of all of the economic of our economic system today and let's get real political the right wing and yep. that aspect all of the, all of the rich that I are don't saying think anyone was fooled by who no, no, no. we're talking about uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, all all of this you know tax cuts for the rich and we have got to cut food stamps and unemployment and all of this is like I'm going to give you 60 seconds. This is the, this is the movie <laughs> to talk about this in. Show. It is. It absolutely sure. is. Uh, it is because this, all, this movie literally this, wants to wave a magic wand and it, fix all yeah. that. fix all that. The all all of those aspects and the thing that doesn't make sense about that force in our political system is if you gave more money to poor people, the economy would improve and yeah. everybody would do better, including the rich people selling things. Yeah. And it's because then it more hurts, people want to buy them. It hurts the one percent as much as it does the ninety nine percent to just have all of those billions and billions of dollars sitting in 
Wall Street hedge fund it does, accounts. It doesn't hurt them at all. And that's, yeah. and that's why the system doesn't change, because it doesn't hurt them. It helps them. They're fine. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, they, their situation could improve some if they did that, but it's yeah, not, okay, but not enough. A better, a better yeah. way to, to They're not like, there's no clear path to go, my life would be so much better if I had less money. Yeah. There's just, there's no visual evidence to believe that. <laughs> well, there's yeah. a, there's a long, there's a way of saying, if I give them more money, eventually more of it will come yeah. back to me. Well, but if you then don't give it to them in the first place, you're eliminating the middleman and it's easier. <laughs> well, time but, back it, but, it, but it's also called investments you yeah. send your money out there and it comes back well, with friends well, but they do that again the, the one percent yes 1%, they do it but it's not in an intelligent way no yeah. they do it because it works the system works it, if you were one of the one percent you would totally go this is awesome and i'm doing exactly the right thing that the problem is i don't think so it's absolutely true it's like there's not there's no downside to being one of the one percent except when someone's rude to you on twitter we found that <laughs> we found that out the other where there the guy said if you're if you make fun of rich people it's like you're hitler the guy literally said this is like the way they persecuted we're the Jews. We're building it up the crystal knock. It is in no way like the yeah. way they persecuted the but Jews. But for the people but, on Elysium, the system works. Yeah, the system works just like it works for the 1%. There is no downside for the 1%. When you have all the money and everyone else's life is a bucket of shit, you win. That's that's <laughs> it. That's the game. That's what all humans aspire to. The problem is there are those that have won, and unless we go into their castle and oh, burn them, by the way, they're asterisk, never going to give it up. Asterisk, they say, no med bay can heal you. It can put a person's yeah. face back together, but yeah. it can't. No, man, well, the who point says they're making about, is that it wait, scrambles says, your brain. Who says what about that? What just happened? He says that once we offload all this data we have in your brain, we have to. The, the way we roll it's the brain. Die. It's like a zombie. Right. It's well, you, you destroy was, the brain. Initially, and, right. it was going to be like a memory disk sort of thing where it's just data. It's fine. I get. But the way well, that, that first that. plan failed, yeah. so it's like we can get it out, but it's going to take the rest of your brain with it. Yeah, I'll buy that. I said we brain dead is different than face off. I guess I have a whole thing that I wrote for a sci-fi treatment that that actually is a major thing. It's not like instant magical brain thing you know magical healing thing but the idea my my idea you know it's, it's, it was about uh, nano nanomites nano nanomedical things that can basically rebuild you because they can just read your dna and go well here's what he's supposed to be he doesn't have these cells bring but him the, back. so it can do that and it's, it's not instantaneous it's over time right but 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 then in my story it's a plot point that but if you have a severe brain injury they can't bring you back because the data is no longer there. They can give you, they can put your brain back the way your brain is built. Yeah. But the, the hard but drive is a newborn. The hard mentally. drive is erased. Yeah. yeah. So, so the idea that, so they, and then that's okay. So that's what they're going for here. Clearly because they specifically had that voiceover line, they go, his brain's intact just before they put the guy's face back on. Yeah. So, okay, I'll buy that as a plot point. This, this will literally, it will melt your brain. And we can't bring you back. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy that. That's fine. I, that no, didn't bother I think, me. I mean, that's the, I think the whole kids thing is stupid. By this point, how, I was just so oh, by over this time it. it's like stop showing me however, the flashback. However, the casting for both of those kids is alarmingly good. Oh it yes, is. Yeah. they both like the little boy. We don't know the Frey actress very well. We don't know her face and her in, like burned in our memories. But that little kid looks so much like Matt Damon. It's <laughs> freaking me out. Yeah, yeah. I thought they Benjamin. By the it. way, <laughs> they Benjamin Bundy. That actually was Matt Damon <gasps> as the kid. Ooh. By the way, she's completely a Frey. Like, why does anybody yeah. even trust her? Really? <laughs> She's what? up to something. It's a Game of Thrones thing. It's a Game of Thrones thing. Okay, now, now there's just this whole, right now, guys. and suddenly, <laughs> suddenly the whole world is saved by the a North whole remembers. line of code. It's it's not even God. a line of code. It's, he literally changes the value of one variable. Yeah. yeah. One. Is, do we give health to people? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys? It's Earth population <laughs> equals true or something. Yeah, like exactly. That. You guys? And one uh, Boolean. Just, Holden could overthrow Elysium. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's I could overthrow there's Elysium clearly, and I don't even understand There that. needs to be an error checking. Holden could add shit. Yeah. There needs to be an error checking subroutine in their program that goes 
if X is greater than one million fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Just in case. It has everybody's information already yeah. built in. It's That's like, right. again, right. again, they already had all of this information and infrastructure to do. They could have. It's not like they were like, well, yeah, well no. it's not like the current healthcare where we're like, well, it's friggin hard. What do you expect? It's going to take us a while to get it right. Yeah. And, and they're and like, it's, no, it's, already- there's so much of it that yeah. not everyone can have the best care. That is a literal fact of life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah. We're talking, you know, everything we're talking about as far as, you know, the one percent and the 99 percent. It's not a question of no one should have things. It's a talk. Of, it's a question of more equitable distribution yeah. of the things. Yes. I, like these people have all the stuff. And that means most people can't have any stuff at all yeah. that's the problem are we so, just being uncharitable with a detail of the story world that we're just overlooking or is there actually like whole ships sitting in garages on elysium that that's has what 45 they su- that's what they yeah. suggest here i know but like th- that can't be what neil blomkamp wrote <laughs> that's what i'm saying appeal it's, to authority oh, straight uh, up. by the way that's i love what, the fact where it's like arrest him no he's a citizen i can't i guess people in elysium don't that, break no laws exactly or that's so if the, even if the president well, points actually, to you and goes arrest that man well, no, 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 <laughs> the cop will go can't do it guys, hey <laughs> look i didn't see nothing in the twitter accounts that yeah, he did on. something wrong that's perfect satire though because what they're saying is that you basically can't get a police you can't get a felony record if you live on Elysium, yeah. which yeah. is kind of true. That Elysium is like what just Caligula is, all the time. Anything goes yeah. on Elysium. None of these people will ever have a crime actually on their record. It's fine. That's yeah. sort of what I think the point was meant to be, question mark, giving them too much credit, I think. Well, but I think... But they have... Yeah, look at this ships. Look at this bullshit. No, I know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is... What... <laughs> no. What? Here. No, here, here, it I'll doesn't make it. any sense. I'll fix it. Yeah. I'll fix it. I'll fix okay. it. Okay. What it's supposed to be is... This is not a world building problem. This is a shitty character, not a badly written character, a character who is shitty, who said at some point in the past, while we are creating all these med pods for Earth to have too, how about we just stop that and hold on to them and don't give them to Earth because I'm a shitty person with character reasoning. Yeah. As opposed Again, to... Yeah. If, yeah. There was, if there was a person who had a justification who, for not sending that shit down. Who stopped it, yeah. then yeah. that makes sense. That makes... Yeah. That- I won't say it makes perfect sense, but it makes that like I, I kept saying in the in the thread, people were like, what if they what if they did it because of this? I'm like, yes, any Anything. reason at all yeah. for the any reason, reason they behave the way they did it would could, be great. Racism would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Just make it racism. That yeah. was that would be fine. Again, I think this is a movie that could be improved. Uh, well, firstly and mostly by just a, a, add a draft before you shoot it. Add another draft or bring in a co-writer, something, someone to just go over your work, check your math, and go, oh shit, none of your connections work yeah, yeah. but and this Simon also Kinberg just... was involved apparently and they keep bringing him into doctor scripts he didn't go yeah. he just went yeah, well it might fine. also be a thing where you can't I mean I've, I've been experiences I'm sure you've been in more than I have because you do more <laughs> script work than I do but I've been in experiences where I read someone's script and go as politely as possible I really think you should change this just this one thing please change this change this yeah. change this change this dude doesn't, doesn't mean he they'll goes, do it and he goes no I think that's actually like that's what I was trying that's to say that's my favorite part of it yeah exactly uh. and you go change it change it change <laughs> yeah. it I'm telling you right I'm now I'm begging I, you to change it I'm not blinking I'm staring <laughs> at you change it it's not working I don't want to be a dick but it's totally not going to work And that I think been- we've probably all actually done that to each other at some point yeah yeah, yeah. Speaking of movers, anyway, yeah. and, so, so, and, so, and sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes the person can be wrong about right, right. that, so, and, yeah. and the, it, the crazy idea totally works. So it could have been not a draft thing. It could have been fixed with a, just an extra draft <laughs> because there's so much theme here. It's like a it's a wet rag, and he's just wringing it out. Find the one through line. Drop all that other shit out of it, and just find the through line, please. The other thing it could have been fixed with is honestly, if this was just a longer movie or a book, or add some pickups, just do something. <laughs> you could fill in the gaps and make sense of this. 
because there is so much good actual theme shit here that I'm willing to bring a certain amount of concrete to this movie. Sure. It's just that there's a shit ton of plot holes. Yeah. Like it's, you know, not Prometheus, but nothing is. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing could be Prometheus. Not even Prometheus. Surrogates isn't Prometheus. (laughs) Uh, This honestly could have been fixed. Like there's a, I think surrogates is sort of the version of this you're talking about, yeah. though, the one where the production value is not as good. Yeah. The, one yet, where the, the one where they built an entire world and then did absolutely the wrong things yeah. with all yeah, of it. Well, I mean, like, I, I guess it's weird and a little bit, you know, too little too late to adopt a conciliatory tone towards Blomkamp here. But just to say, <laughs> sorry, Neil, Neil with two L's, which why? Hey, honestly, racist. <laughs> is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> honestly, but it always makes everyone go. What? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But think sorry. about what you said for a second. If you look at it on paper and do the sums, this is ninety percent of a all-time excellent movie. Great world building, great ideas, way to sort of juxtapose themes and come up with a really great story to tell. All that stuff is like there. You did it. Good job, bro. And then when you just got the last little part where you're writing those ideas into a string of coherent thoughts that arrive at a conclusion, you kind of drop the ball. That's an easy fix. Neil, you kicked ass, except filmmaking. The part wise, that matters yeah. is the result. Yeah. And it, it, it gorgeous what's, work for everyone. Great directing, great scenes, great actors. Just it was the movie doesn't line up. And it's basically a problem of connecting setups to payoffs and ideas to themes to what you're trying to say about the world you've created. And that stuff falls flat, and that's kind of what matters. And high five, Neil. I'll see the next one. But I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed yeah. about Elysium. What's, it really hurt my what's, feelings. What's missing? The the that last little percent that's missing is exactly what Trey said. What do people want, and how are they trying to get it? And those things do not seem to connect from scene to scene. So yeah. my thing is like, what's crazy is we were kind of we, we kind of shat on Avatar. I'll I'll rewatch Avatar. You did. Oh, you I've, did. Yeah, I've I've, I like I've walked back on Avatar a whole lot in the last yeah, few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? I like I mean, Avatar I just say. fine and always have. I, well, I was not yeah, part Tra- of that. Yeah, was right the whole time. In any case, like that's a story. That's a <laughs> story that is, is that is that's a story that we gave shit for it being so simple and it worked, but we wanted more. I don't, it's this, because, is a, this is a complicated plot that doesn't work. So what's the point? We so were, fuck I, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's we just live suck. in trees, I guess. Yeah. Beating babies are a false economy. That's <laughs> true. Anyway, Brian Elysium. Uh, yeah. So we've talked. Uh, we've talked endlessly about what we would do to fix this. But honestly, the 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 idea that uh, I hadn't thought before this that I'm now actually I would love to see is the sequel to this where everybody on earth goes yeah okay so you fixed our things <laughs> yeah. once and we're all still living in shitholes yeah. yeah the problem is not actually fixed i would, I would now we're lo- living till it's age 90 in holes in a, yeah in a yeah. shithole i would love to see that sequel i would love <laughs> I love love to see now. that sequel holy shit it's a sequel where the premise is the story of the first movie made our lives worse <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah and it's the worse and that would uh, weirdly that would make this movie work so much better yeah. in retrospect you'd be like oh my god they totally undercut Did, it and like didn't made any it. of you stop to think for one second what you were doing <laughs> yeah this is this is why if i ever like if hollywood was ever like here you can have fucking uh, elysium too and nobody gives a shit about it but here you can direct it if you straight want straight to video straight to it. video yeah i would i would grab that shit in a heartbeat because 2013 every- elysium <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah. i i always like i always want to see it in, in in a different way but the same basic idea of like every time the movie romance ends with a big kiss at the end i want to see like the rest of that relationship but like <laughs> six months down the road they're watching fucking whatever on you know friday night on in the couch in their you know pajamas <laughs> three kids they're yeah. both fat yeah, they both just hate life like i want to see <laughs> that movie that's 500 days of and summer. i, I want to see yeah. i want to see oh, the spoiler. elysium 2 version of that of just like 
Okay, so we had the romantic ending where we got the big gleaming white ships that saved the day. And then six months later, you go, nope, they didn't actually save the were, fucking day at all. They were mobbed by 10 million people yeah. and ground down to a paste and broke down. <laughs> and then someone up on Elysium nudges the other go, I told you I that I told you happen. that was going to fucking happen. <laughs> we yeah. can't give it to them. Michael Dorkman, Scott, yeah. what's your takeaway from the Elysium commentary here? Um, well, I'm, I'm, glad crystallized we, bummer. I'm glad we got that out of our system. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's been saving that, that one since last summer. Um, Seriously, after doing like Vertigo... This felt good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are. It, it felt good to. It, it did feel good to crystallize really what's wrong with it because watching it, I I just sat there going, "There's so many things wrong with yeah. this." And but but they all they all do come back to a single kind of point of here is here is the overarching issue with it, and you know we can talk about well this story point they could have done better maybe by doing this and this they could have been doing doing better put the like overarching that. issue into a sentence um i did earlier it's it's there's not a there's not a clear well trey did and then i mentioned it again uh, a second ago <laughs> apparently i nailed it at some yeah, point which is that um we we don't consistently know what people want and how that matters how they yeah. how it matters and how they're going about getting and it. in an unusual corollary or why they don't already have it yeah in this case <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um that, you're right that is a novel aspect <laughs> that, of that doesn't problem. come up very often <laughs> it's just kind of like this guy wants a, a cheese omelet well Holy i can see his fridge and there's cheese and eggs yeah. in there it's he like, wants a cheese omelet it's like talking to a toddler <laughs> yes what yeah. it is it's, it's okay the whole world's unfair because of this and then you go Sweetie, I promise it's not. That's not what you're talking about. Yeah. Isn't actually the case. <laughs> well, but the, but the I, point is, I want a pony. Sweetie, you have a pony. There, you is, have three no, ponies. there is no reasoning. <laughs> there is no reasoning with Elysium. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Sorry Mike. Go. I I really don't have much to add to what we've already discussed and and what everyone has said. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's just a bummer. Yeah, it really is. Ultimately, really because I thought uh, it, it's another reason that I think gravity was so. Like, yeah, because know, by, like, by oh, that point in the year, it was October oh, and it was like, yeah. this is my last chance. Yeah. This is my last if, chance for a movie. If Quaron eats it, then nothing <laughs> yeah. is, me- everything is meaningless. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as good movies anymore. Trey, instead of giving you uh, the opportunity to summarize, <laughs> I'm just going to throw you a question. Oh, God. Instead. If you're in the, if you're in like the last story meeting where we've got what we think is going to be the shoot script, but we're going to have one last little get together about mm. it. What's the hill you die on? The what hill you- I die on is, and I think we stumbled on it along the way and I, I, and I will... If there's any verification that this is the case, like literal verification, that would be great. But I, I'm actually going to – I didn't really have this idea until we started breaking it down like this. I think this movie did get somewhere late in its development a but how does this save the world note uh-huh. from somebody. Because most of the extremely stupid just justify it somehow is all about that sudden last three-minute plot point. And if you take it, if you could like phantom edit that out and take all that out, all that stuff of about you have to be a citizen of Elysium and we have we have billions of spaceships with healthcare on them. Of course we do that. We can launch at a moment's notice. Just take all that out. Forget all that and streamline this back into a story about a guy who doesn't want to die and he has to get to the space world where you can have the machine that'll fix you and instead gets caught up in a whole political intrigue and saves saves his friend's daughter instead. And incidentally helps overthrow the thing, but that was never his goal anyway. Just make that story. Just do that. Right. Take out everything that isn't that. Cut it out of the movie. Take out all this, you know, uh, Citizen Elysium and I want to be the president. And yeah, fuck that shit. And especially get rid of the magical, you know, everyone gets health care at the end. I, 
I'm, I'm I would put I would bet a moderate amount of money <laughs> that that aspect came later yeah. and has been grafted into this movie as best as possible but against Blomkamp's original intention but not very yeah. but not very well yeah. I want to believe that yeah I, will, I want, I, really I want to, believe. to believe that I'm gonna get, I, well I like I mean we have like that we have you know the studio executive you know who came out you know came and literally came out and said that's what we do now. We all go, yeah. great story, but how does it save the world? Right. Yeah. Well, Lindelof, Lindelof was talking about that's yeah. the process that he winds up going through. Yeah. He's like, this is how, this is why I ruin movies. This, this is because they make me. Because they pay me to. <laughs> they call me in to yeah. do the final draft yeah. and that's what they make me do. And if this, I mean, everything about this no movie is like, <laughs> we can, we can, you know, blink and, you know, show, shade our eyes from the, okay, the science is a little wonky there and the magic machine, health machine is kind of stupid to begin with, but okay, magic bean, magic bean, science fiction, fine, tell me your story and the story is okay pretty much except for that weird part at the end where it's like it's all negated because you could have done this from the beginning the thing the MacGuffin that everyone wanted turned out to be free and unlimited and you just weren't letting anyone have it you know that's what makes the plot stupid that's what makes the whole premise stupid is that last two minutes it it occurs to me that if you watch the trailers and you don't know about this the the medpod thing seems like a detail of the world like they're showing you elysium and it's like there's a quick little thing of like magical it's in space everyone's cancer removed and you're always healthy you would have yeah and and it just always keeps you healthy and stuff like that they're it seems you like would, a world building set yeah, detail. You would never yeah. have guessed that that was the point of the movie, and it doesn't need to be. It was more exciting an idea when it didn't. When, 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 when you're it just wasn't. thinking, "Oh my god, this is a perfect visual metaphor and distillation of yeah. the thing that we've been whining about and, on the news." And, for and five this years. guy's going to become a, a Terminator and go up there and fuck their shit up, well, and, 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 and punch and Mitt Romney in and the it's face. Not a, yeah. And his mission is and never was. We want to save the world. Yeah. It's I don't want to die, yeah. but in the end, I'll sacrifice myself because I'm going to let my friends daughter get saved instead that's a little tiny clean simple story in which the world never gets saved so and marty and, makes it back to his own time yeah and you know the whole other implication here that we didn't really touch on at all which is implied in the movie itself is the idea that these they're they're not only just health machines they're immortality machines yeah because they keep you alive indefinitely they'll fix whatever's wrong and they like and and age is a disease really yeah, yeah. so it's yeah a- it's somebody's birthday shows up somewhere in a visual thing and it's you know it, inferring from that he's like 150 years old or something like that uh and so i mean there's another aspect of you know you want a real scarcity we this hundred thousand people as a group can have has that. been living forever and we yeah. can live forever but everybody else below can't because they're gonna fucking make babies like poor exactly. people do so we can't do that which could be a really interesting thing if you want to get into it because they have kids there's yeah. children on elysium well how does that work yeah so it's like maybe maybe elysium in its way is just as oppressive because you can only have kids once every century by a lottery yeah. or it's hyper china like yeah or whatever it is, you know, that's like there has to be a downside to that system somewhere. Yeah. Um, Which if so. you, if you want to. Well, that's where I come back to the thing where this should be a movie about Delacour. This should be rewritten entirely yeah. because the interesting part of where the the one percent, the 97 percent meet is this abrasion between ideals. And you have to find someone who's on the wall to notice yeah. the thing. Yeah, I think you're right. And yeah. I think it's fine between her her and you know, Matt Damon can be the major character too because it's them coming together. Yeah. Like, we just want to fucking not have cancer. Like, yeah. oh. It's the point. Oh. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's literally Sadly, like, I'm it's, supposed to kill you if that's all you want and yet that doesn't make any sense to me either. I mean, pick your out-of-touch rich politician. Pick one. I don't care. But the person who has to uh, basically appro- approach them <laughs> yeah. approach them and say... I have right, John Boehner. I go, to, I go to McDonald's <laughs> for lunch. I see the people that you are 
shitting on. Yeah, that you. I, I have to deal with the problems that you don't want to see yeah. because you want to live in your insular little rich world. And your answer is always just go kill them. Yes. And make me go, <laughs> you make realize, me go do that. And it's someone's job to go and kill them. Like, you realize I am the person who has to interface with your disreality. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly, it's weird. I and never, not, not only that. Never in a million years walking from Elysium would I said, I want to watch Jodie Foster's version of this movie. Exactly. But I think that's the right way to but, go. And, and not only I that, agree. but it's like, you know how sucked up, fucked up that is? You know who I have to hire? Crazy asses like that dude. Yeah. Because they're the only people who are nuts enough to do what you yeah. guys want. And, uh, you have like, to find a guy who looks like Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. in Mexico yeah. to do the shit that you want done because no one else in their right you mind know. would do it. And her to, you know, for her to go, you know, quite she could quite reasonably go as as people in government go, if you don't let the steam out of this system, they're just going to come at us with torches pretty soon. Yeah. They're just going to storm the castle and we'll all die. And they will eat us. They will just And that's what effectively happens. Now we're all making an argument in favor of Cal in Titanic. Yeah. Is what we're doing. We've all just arrived at this libertarian stance where it's like, all right, they're going to kill you unless you kill them first. Well, no. No, no, no. I'm saying, no, don't just... But the system doesn't have to be this fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. some of the money you have that you're not really using for anything and just send it back down to earth and create some jobs. You know, that's I swear to God we'll keep the pool clean. Yeah, that's yeah. the idea. You know, it's, fuck it's, it. I'm writing this fan fiction, man. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't well, I mean, stand that's, it. But that's, I mean, that's time and time. Sadly, history shows us time and time again that the aristocracy just goes let them eat cake until the aristocracy just goes. You know what? Fuck you, yeah. fuck your robots. We don't care. How about we eat your cake? How, How about, about we just yeah. get some pitchforks and we come see you? How about that? That happens over and over again. So, so Elysium, we know you would think that that would happen. Me. That's why they have the robots that will break your arm if you mouth off. But we don't really see like yeah the systemic like system there. That- we don't. Yeah, it, the if you want to have, you can have the French Revolution occur within the framework of Elysium yeah. and he can be part of it but he's not the he didn't do it on purpose yeah. like, and he has no stake in it yeah. other than yeah. he himself wanted to not die he could, he could be an accidental Valjean that would yeah. be, be cool too on the off chance <laughs> which is that I want to I want to do the flashback where the nun's sitting there on the swing with the kid going well one thing's for sure little Billy you're never going to amount to shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow and his last his last thing is like he's given an imaginary finger to that you know what which you know what no you know what sister fuck you and that would be so oh, that would be by Neil Blomkamp yeah. <laughs> that would be such a better actual like legitimately a better message because how many people in this world this are is, told that they're not shit that, that you're totally worthless and you'll yeah. never amount to anything this would be an actual like story <laughs> example which is what stories are like here behave this way and you will sh- just, prove them wrong just you to would. point out we are we're sort of talking about what hunger games is uh, tries to do but yeah. 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 yeah yeah okay in any so. case on the off chance that it's not obvious there's a lot of things elysium could have done <laughs> that could not do and this is why despite the fact that it's such our shit we are really disappointed in it yeah no. and this has been what are you doing movie and you're going to find more episodes at friends in your go to itunes subscribe uh, i should point this out we have multiple iTunes feeds. For every individual show, there's an iTunes feed. If you subscribe to Friends in Your Head, you get a new episode of us talking about shit every single week. <laughs> Go to the forum, involve yourself in the conversation. It's a great community of people, and it's growing like literally every day. There's been a bunch of new ones in the last two weeks. Uh, join us up. We're, we're having fun conversations we have about the med shit. Pods. And yeah. when you register on the forum, you can see the. Yeah, we got to keep them out. <laughs> there's a whole chat room that you unregistered people don't even see happening. You don't even know what we're talking about. It's a safe place, man. Join us or die. <laughs> 
Except buy that, our shirts. Give that us one guy. Money. Yeah, Holden Hill does maintain. <laughs> now everybody's gonna be like, "Am I the guy?" <laughs> we all Was know. talking the, about me. We all know who the guy is. <laughs> You're just giving them all a paranoia complex. Trey, remember that thing last That's week? That's how we keep them in check. <laughs> that thing last week when the guy said that one. Oh, that? I just the craziest. Oh. I, was, I didn't have to break the flow. I did, I did the, unintentionally last week on Twitter. I was like, "Hey, it's so great. I'm just going to have a good day, and I'm just really grateful for all my friends and all the people I know. You're all wonderful, except for one of you. You know what you." <laughs> did <laughs> and the oh the, the direct messages i got because Is it me? i pushed Is it me? i pushed everyone's buttons accidentally like that was total trolling you guys well, wow. it's it's the it's the onion article that was yeah. just up the other day is like every today is the day everybody finds out you're a fraud like oh god oh shit so i was like i, I it was really interesting to, it was a psychological experiment to see who responded to that like what, what you didn't mean me right I didn't actually mean anyone. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for taking the bait. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean anyone. But what did you do? Yeah, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Every single week when we do this, <laughs> well done. We do it live. You can go to friendsinhair.com/live and you can watch us do it. You can. There's a chat room you with can people. Watch this I've, been, live. I've been reading Sparkle Tone and Doc Sub and Ryan and all those guys in the chat yeah, room hi, all this whole time. Hey. Yeah, Ryan Weaver's in the chat room by the wow. way. Hi. And uh, you should do that. But you have to follow us on Twitter or Facebook to know when and where. It's Twitter.com/friendsinyourhead. Facebook.com/friendsinyourhead. Or email us at friendsinyourhead@gmail.com. Ask me what color the sky is. I'll tell you blue. I don't know why you want to email us, but there's the email account. Buy our shirts. Give us money. Holden Hill Design to maintain the website. And until next week, my name is T. Christie. Brian Finifter. Nice cop. Trace Dogs. And this has been What Are You Doing Movie? Good night. Good night.